It's cheaper by the pound. It's Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Everything here has been done on faith and a commitment to excellence. Commitment to each other. One, it means religion. Two, it means family. People care about you. Not just because you win or because things go well, but they genuinely care. The other thing it means to me is a set of standards. You are special. Nobody gives you anything in this world. People can give you money, give you wealth, give you fame. One thing nobody in this world can give you, man, is respect. Self-respect you have for yourself, the way you play the game, and the way you believe, the way you do things. This is a game of respect. 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 You represent everybody that came before you, and everybody that'll come after you. The spirit is something that's within you. You got to listen to that spirit. You got to fight for it. You got to believe it. The spirit, the will to win, and the will to excel, these are the things that endure. The quality of any man's life. You got to be a full measure of that man's personal commitment to excellence and to victory, regardless what field he may be in. Through the winner, there is 100% elation, 100% laughter, 100% fun. Now, Rick and Bubba. It is uh, seven minutes past the hour. Brand new hour, brand new day. Thank you so much for tuning into the Rick and Bubba Show. Kickoff hour is live, and today's a special day. It is Charity Charge Day. At participating Buffalo Wild Wings, it is Charity Charge Day. And today's charity, Driving Hope Ministries. Uh, We told you a little bit about that last week. We'll tell you more about it today. But go out and participate at uh, Buffalo Wild Wings in the Birmingham, Alabama market. Uh, Alabaster, Birmingham uh, on Highway 280. Gardendale, Tuscaloosa, Hoover, downtown uh, Birmingham on 4th Avenue South. Trustville and Pell City, you're participating Buffalo Wild Wings every month raising a lot of, uh, of money for some great charities. And this month, it's Driving Hope Ministries. Well, we got a weekend to recap. Uh, we got a day to look ahead uh, and news out there. We, there's just a ton of stuff, so let's bring them in. We got Eddie Van Adler. He's here. He's got TV rolling today. And to my right, it is Greg Burgess and Michael Helms. How are y'all? You good? Gentlemen, good. Ooh. Fantastic. Ready to be here. Fire it up. Tackle the day. Tackle the day. Greg's not Greg's not fired Tackling up. Tackling the day. I heard, just I, heard, I heard Greg say earlier, well, I ain't I don't have to deal with it. So who yeah. cares? I thought, well, here we go. Not yeah. gonna be a good day for me and Greg. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you know, Greg, let's look at it like the old way you used to tackle, not the new way. Yeah. Where you, you rap and spin and all that. We're just going to run through somebody. How about that? Like that and woman that tagged that guy the other day? Yeah. That's a good open field. Yeah. You was, may have uncontrollably did it, but when I said ready to tackle the day, you you rolled your eyes. He didn't like things like that. I didn't that. hear it, to be honest. I didn't even hear it. <laughs> yeah. He's I half listening. He's half listening. Um, well, we, weekend's good. Mine was good, and I got a bone to pick with you two. You re- it's a funny really? bone, and and funny it, bone. it is a funny bone, and and I <laughs> I got a funny bone. And you guys have done a good job, evidently, with your marketing of t- of two things with me, and um, 
had the opportunity to go with Rick to the men's uh, the Pursuit Men's Conference mm-hmm. in Dothan this weekend. It was the big event they had last uh, year, and then COVID ruined everything. And sure. so uh, Ridgecrest Baptist Church said, hey, look, you can't have it at the Civic Center this year. Come to our church. We can have about 400 men. And so great, great event. Uh, you know, I always think in things like this, the, the worship team sets the tone. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and, and I'm going to tell you something. Jake Adler and Chris Adler and Brad Ryan and Riggs Taylor – there's a couple other guys I do not That's know. That's all star, man. Absolutely. Yeah, really? Hey, you talking about it was. It is. It was. And so they were there and just did a phenomenal job. Oh, and then, of course, Brody Kroll spoke and Rich Wingo spoke and Rick Burgess spoke. And it was just a great Heath Fountain puts all this on. He did a him and his wife, Paige, do a phenomenal job. But um, the bone I have to pick with you two. Uh-oh. It was a great weekend. I don't want you to look, and, and I love this too, to 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 a certain extent. Okay, but you guys are, are marketers, like you just don't realize. Well, you know, because I heard two things. There were four hundred men there, and I bet I heard it a hundred times. Okay. I had hundreds of conversations over the weekend, mm-hmm. and it's it, a lot. It continued to come up. Okay. Hey, Widow's Peak. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, zip that pullover up. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, I mean, well, by the way, you, you've got about I this much they left. they disappointed the peak was, was – Hey, what well, – I hey, guarantee but, you it zipped up, though. Hey, where'd the peak go? Yeah. <laughs> hey, where's the widow's peak? It's not that bad. I mean, I heard it over and over. Hey, which pullover are you going with tomorrow? <laughs> you know I what? mean, it was constant. <laughs> hey, zip that thing on up. You got a little more room? <laughs> I mean, it's, it's constant. Hey, how do I follow the widow's peak on Instagram? <laughs> I mean, that's a great idea. It was constant. What you need to do, well, you know, Van Pelt, the bald headed guy, yeah, that shouldn't yes. be. Yeah. And he has that little emblem with his glasses and all. You should have one view, and it's the peak. Yes. That'd Why don't you emblem. do that? And I'm tired of you you shaving it off either. I think you just need to embrace it. Hmm? Do you feel like you're not quite as smart with it gone? Not, well, I don't know. I don't really think like about maybe it. you've lost a little bit. I want you to when, when it's gone, like Gene I, Simmons with because he's got one too. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, it was a constant. <laughs> it was, a con- and I listen. I, I mean, there would be. Here's, here's what was funny. I, there was even one gentleman where we got into a serious spiritual discussion, and before it was over, I mean, we're five, ten minutes into it. I mean, both of us are nearly in tears discussing mm-hmm. stuff. Hey. Widow's Peak ain't near as bad as it is as they make it out to be. Well, they didn't see it. <laughs> and yeah, they didn't see it. But, but, I'm, but I'm thinking, so this is <laughs> how you, you ended with. our conversation? Yeah, yeah. Like, man, we were just nearly yeah. in te- tears Listen. talking about the manchurch.com right. and how it's right. changing lives. And, and at the end of it, you bring up the Widow's Well, it's peak. probably good that it was shaved because he probably would have just stared at it the whole time. Fear the peak. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, by the way, you got a lot of great ideas today. Huh? Are we writing this stuff down? Yeah, let me, I'm, there's, there's coming to me. I don't know where they're coming from. <laughs> With that emblem, <laughs> yes. fear the peak. Why there not? All right, so I want you to let it grow on out. All right, let's not let's not shave it off anymore. And I'm just going to tell you, you've got about this much left if you want to go ahead and zip it up a little bit more. <laughs> Do you yeah. know, uh-huh. The best yeah. one, I mean, hey, just a little. The best one I heard all weekend is there was a moment um, Rick noticed that there was a podium that he should have been using versus this music stand mm-hmm. in, the, in like one of the – so on Friday night he realized that. Well, then – uh, or Saturday morning, he realized, hey, I should have used that Friday night. So he moved it by himself, and it was a little heavier than he wanted it right. to be. So he asked he asked me, he said, when I come up, won't you come up with me and help me move that since I've got my Bible in my hand and some stuff mm-hmm. like that. I actually heard, this is how in tune people <laughs> are to this. 
Somebody actually said, why didn't you just get to Widdespeak to help Rick move the <laughs> <Right>. podium? <laughs> and I'm like, will y'all just leave it alone? It sounds like a good crowd. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. Oh, my yeah. kind of people, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Well, it's look, an awesome weekend. That you know, our audience—that's what we love about them. They don't miss anything. Yeah. Oh, you they know? don't. You know, and a lot and a lot of people, you know, that they can't watch us on YouTube or or anything like that. It's theater of the mind, so they're just visualizing like, what does that look like? Yeah. And um, you shaving it off probably wasn't fair to them because they really should have embraced it yeah. with just what it looked like. Yeah. Well, one so, guy said he he wasn't. He said I I never really seen y'all before, but he said I really didn't think that was you because you, I didn't see the peak. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Well, to your point, Greg. Y'all have done a great job. I just come yeah. in, I commend you for it. See, I really do. I think between now and the next haircut, let's see how long you can get it. <laughs> yes, please. please. I mean, I want you to bring it on down to where it almost touch your, touches yeah. your eyebrows. Will you do that for me? Probably not. <laughs> no. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. Well, thank you, Dothan. 103. Man, nine. they were fantastic. That's awesome. Yeah, it does. Sounds like, sounds like our kind of people. Yes, it does. It really was. <laughs> a lot of people asking about y'all. Why y'all work there? Okay. Yeah, we're losers. What if the Widow's, That's not what I told What them. if the Widow's Peak had his like, own segment? And we just turned <laughs> it over to the Widow's Peak. Here we peak. go. Ask the Peak. Yeah. Excuse me? <laughs> That's Ask. Ask. Okay. okay. Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Twenty minutes past the hour. Thank you so much for tuning into the kickoff hour here on the Rick and Bubba Show. Rick and Bubba join us right after top of the hour. Today's a charity charge day. This month, Driving Hope Ministries, the charity that we uh, are uh, focusing on. And so, if you can uh, go out today and have uh, lunch or dinner at a participating Buffalo Wild Wings, ten percent of food sales will go to Driving Hope Ministries this month. Uh, carryouts, uh, stuff like that still count. So check it out today at your local Bur- uh, Buffalo Wild Wings in the Birmingham market. Those participating Buffalo Wild Wings uh, have done uh, a lot for a lot of charities over the last couple of years. Uh, and today is another great day to go out and make a difference by enjoying some great food. Uh, it's a win for everybody. Uh, Buffalo Wild Wings participating locations, Driving Hope Ministries today's uh, charity charge. Um, you know, I don't know what it is because when it comes to flying, you know, hey, I'm in the air, I'm flying. Uh, boy, it sure is. It sure is nice uh, to go ahead and get yeah, where you're is. going. Yeah. Uh, you experienced that this weekend. Yeah. Uh, you know, hey, uh, getting on the interstate sometimes is a loser. Uh, and I understand <laughs> that it's probably more dangerous than getting up in the air and flying somewhere. Uh, Percentage if you, wise. If yeah. you think yeah. about it, it, I don't know if you've ever focused on it, and I apologize for those of you that are driving. If you if you focus on you're really depending on everybody around you to do what they're supposed to do and stay in their lane and stuff. It can be like wow, so there's a lot going on here, a lot of moving parts. Yeah. So I understand that flying is 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 probably more safe than get on the interstate and and you know driving a couple of states away or something. Uh, but when it goes wrong in the air, it just goes wrong, and you're like, now what do we do? Yeah. And this past weekend, a United flight coming out of Denver um, immediately lost an engine. Mm. And I and, saw the footage of what it looked like. And if you're looking out the window at that, you're like, hey, now. I mean, it, hey, things barely hanging on, okay? And the the, the pilot, <laughs> and I know they're professionals. I get it. But I don't know if I could stay this calm. Oh, I'd be like, oh, my gosh, my gosh. You know, I mean, I'd be screaming and stuff. <laughs> it's like when Sully dropped it in the, yes. uh, the yeah, he's water. Just, hey, I'm glad to put it in the Hudson. Yeah. Okay. Well, Is this like, one worth a movie? No, no, no. 
Is it? Oh not? no, no, not this one. And Adler's showing it right now. That engine's barely hanging on. Okay. What if that's your Look seat? Yes. And and here's the. I'm mate- going. I, I'm not a mechanic, guys, oh, but goodness. I think we're in trouble. Here's the mayday call back to the tower from the pilot. Mayday, mayday, United 328 Heavy, mayday, mayday aircraft. Yeah, United Denver departure, United 328 Heavy, mayday aircraft. Uh, just experienced a engine failure, need to turn immediately. There's a big boom, the kind of sound you don't Ooh. want to hear when you're on an airplane. And I instantly put my shade up, and I was pretty frightened to see that the engine on my side was missing. A wife and I were sitting inside the house. We heard this big bang, and then all of a sudden there was a bang and a crash. This object just rolls right in front of our house, right right out the front window, trying to figure out what wow. it is. And as soon as I open the door, I go, uh-oh, it's an engine part. So, the, so like, uh, parts of the, the plane fell, and, and the last to a residential the last audio there is the homeowner going, yeah, it landed. I mean, like, part of the plane is at their front door. Okay, yeah. I, I mean, it's, and it's big. And it could have came right through the top of the you house. You sure could have, you know. if just a couple of uh, yards away. I mean, please look. look that. I mean, that's, that's, leaning that's, on, that's crazy. Of, that's leaning on the steps of the house going oh. into the front door. That's a big piece, too. Wow. Is he saying heavy mayday? When he's yeah, making the yeah, mayday the, call, does uh, that mean, is that, hey, hey, we're, serious this is big yeah, time serious emergency? Yeah, it's like, hey, if we could say, hey, straight up. Because <laughs> I've no, heard mayday it. before. <clears throat> That's the first time I've heard heavy mayday. Heavy mayday. I don't know. Like, buddy, we, we better get hey, back. Hey, we're in trouble. And we got to get I thought all maydays were pretty heavy. I did, yeah. too. Yeah. I thought they were all declaring an emergency. <laughs> yeah, you've never heard a mayday, and it go, oh, it's a, it'll be all right. Yeah. Now, is that a heavy mayday? or what do you Is that a lightweight mayday or a heavy mayday? Look, look, look at that, that falling. Look at that falling. And and the reason why you go, well, now, why is somebody recording? But uh, this person here, I think, or the, w- there might have been another one because there's a couple of pieces of video. They said they heard a loud explosion in okay. the air, and they started filming, I guess. Wow. I mean, who else wow. would just be filming the sky? Uh, but Heavy Mayday. Heavy Mayday. Heavy Mayday. Um, but I'm to you, I'm I'm like you guys. Isn't every Mayday heavy? I would think uh, but so. that one, I guess, was like, hey, we got to get back, and we got to get back now. But you see how calm everybody is. Oh, yeah. And I know they're trained that way, but I think I don't know. I'd be like, maybe not quite as calm. Be screaming, hey, we're coming back now, Mister yeah. Buddy. We're turning around. now. <laughs> Clear the area. Yeah, man. But you're right. Uh, the video that Adler was showing prior to this from inside the plane out to that wing where that. Uh, that engine exploded. I mean, that's not something you want to see. Golly. Yeah, that's bad. And really, the tower, too. He's like, okay, we got to turn. He goes, okay, which you want to turn left or right? I mean, they haven't stayed calm. Yeah. <laughs> Thank back goodness the tower, for these I'd people like, that do Oh, that. my gosh, what's wrong? Yeah. <laughs> How are you going to get back? <laughs> Can you make it? <laughs> <laughs> but 200 and something on the flight. Wow. Cool. Straight up. And so Something I guess like that United, happens. I wonder how long it is before you get back on another one. That's what, well, oh, obviously they had to finish their trip, so no. a lot of these people had to get off this and climb yeah. on another one. Yeah. yeah. But now they grounded all this type of plane for you. Yeah, the Boeing oh, 777, really? yeah. 777, how do you say yeah. that? 777s? I yeah. don't know. Hey, Boeing, anyway, the- they've, to Greg's point, they've the FAA's ordered all of them be inspected and ground them. And, um, but. Uh, again, wow. again, I understand. Scary. We'll, we'll get up on the interstate today. I got to travel yeah. a little bit today, and, and so I'll get up on the interstate, and that's probably more dangerous than if I was just to get sure, in yeah. a flight. And but didn't you say, Greg, they were going from Denver to ha- Hawaii? I think that's what I heard. So, like I said, at least they mm-hmm. were. I mean, you hate the debris fell on people, but and nobody got hurt. Thank goodness. But it, what if you're out over the ocean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. How far do you go with the other engine? Can you make it? It's a good question. I'd like to know the answer to that. How far can you go on that one engine? Right. And luckily, it was immediately after takeoff. 231 passengers. 
mm-hmm. and ten crew uh, were on the flight. As and as as uh, Greg said, nobody hurt. Man, has there ever been a time where y'all fly, been flying and you're like, oh, this is not? Fortunately, good. I've never had an incident, and I just mojo myself now. But, mm-hmm. but never. Just Probably the the scariest <clears throat> I've ever been was when we went to hunt aliens in Roswell. <laughs> Uh, and Did the, the aliens have anything to do? No, with but um, uh, Don Juan was with me, and we flew into Albuquerque, and we were going to go from from there, and we were going to jump over to Roswell. And so we were on a smaller plane, yeah. and I mean, it was one of those where you know you look around, there's like you know twelve people in in there, probably a little bit more, but that one of those small small planes. <clears throat> <clears throat> and instead of like coming over the the system, the, you know, the guy just pull pushes the curtains back and says, "Hey." Everybody good? You know, that's the pilot talking to him. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've been and, and he gave us some warnings, and we were in the front seat, and we were we were in charge of, hey, th- if anything happens, this this row right here, because of the way the plane was, the we, we were in charge of, of making sure different things happened. And so Don Juan, who was just did not like flying at all, he's really paying attention. And the guy goes, all right, we don't have anything to worry about unless you, you, you hear an alarm, and he starts giving us instructions. And you think, well, that's never going to happen. And about midway through the flight, we hit, I don't know what it's called, turbulence, but yeah, some yeah, type yeah. of side wind, whatever. Yeah, and yeah. we start to we start to go, we're like this, and all of a sudden we're 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 doing this. You know, I mean yeah. we're going side and here it comes out alarm. Mm-hmm. And it's just like this red flashing light. And Don Juan did not know what to do. He he was so scared, and I was too. I didn't know what was happening as well. But and then he, and then we kind of calmed back down, but we literally turned like twisted sideways and then came back and then twisted again yeah. where something was hitting us. And we we're right over the desert because you could see you kept waiting right below. Oh, yeah. And I was like, well, is this it? A turbulence always, you know, it always gets my attention. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I never go through turbulence and think, hey, it wasn't a big deal. It always is like, okay, what's going on? Mm-hmm. You know, is Bones up there flying a plane now? What's right. going on? Oh, what's wow. the deal? Yeah. And, and, uh, and thank you, Oscar, uh, for getting us there and back home safely this weekend. But I've had a few guys land them a little rougher than I wanted to. Uh-huh. Like, hey, are you trying to put the tires and chip some cement here? What right. concrete? Yeah. What are yeah. you doing? Yeah. But nothing ever really no. major that I went, hey, man, this is I'll never fly again after this. No. Thank yeah. goodness I have yeah. not had those situations. Right. So far. We did see but I have landed enough. hard a few times and been like, what in the world? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or come in like, yeah. yeah. You saw who? We did see some aliens, though, in Roswell. Right? <laughs> Maybe that would mess with your plane. Right. We had no idea. We had that, and then we met an alien. Then we were giving you a little send-off. Yeah. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Listening to the Rick and Bubba Won't Show. You lay down your guard and come to me. Thank you so much for tuning in. 25 minutes till top of the hour. It is the kickoff hour here on the Rick and Bubba Show on a charity charge Monday. We thank you for being with us. 866 We Be Big, the number. Rick and Bubba join us in 30 minutes from now. Eddie Van Adler, he's got TV rolling. I am Speedy. There's Greg. There's Helmsy. And we are the kickoff hour. As uh, we roll on back. We got a piece of audio, and I think it, we're going to call it audio of the day, oh. I guess. Uh, it is at the Australian Open, too, uh, Helmsy, which I know you've been he paying attention Australian to. Open. I went back and watched it yesterday. Uh, I think I start. I just fast-forwarded it to like the start of the second, maybe midway through the second set, mm-hmm. and I realized this may be 
over quick, so you yeah. might ought to just stop right. it here yeah. and, and watch. And but I did see what you're about to play. All right, so this all it was uncomfortable. And y'all, if I'd have been there, I wouldn't know where to oh, look I, or anything. I, I definitely wouldn't have known what you to do. To now this one here, face, this one here might have been the one that <laughs> oh, was heckling it. the most. But um, all right, let's set the scene. All right, so with the Australian Open, yeah, they went from the place is full to a lockdown. This UK variant was yeah. was there was concerns of that, so they kicked everybody out of the Australian Open, they went back to no fans. Well, and then it, now they're and back that was to a, fans? Well, that was a citywide. That wasn't necessarily the Australian Open. That was, that was a citywide, okay. hey, in Melbourne or, or that county or what, uh-huh. however they describe yeah. it. But they said, hey, we're going to go four days, seven days. I don't know what the exact day was. Okay. but We're going to lock things down for a few days. Got it. And yep. then once that's over, if nothing else happens, we'll bring everybody back in. And so mm-hmm. the finals uh, between Novak and Medvedev, and uh, and and Novak wins, and then during the ceremony, mm-hmm. this is what transpires. Yeah. And and it really it really is something else. And I'm I tell you what I'm gonna do here. Um, They're not tickled with the vaccine for some reason. No, uh, Adler, I just DM'd you this on Twitter. If you because it's not gonna be fair to you if I try to play it, and then you're looking for it. So just let me know when you have it. We'll play it because it's got video too. This lady, I guess, is part of yeah. of the. Uh, I mean, what like rolling the, out the vaccine and stuff? For, I think. For Aust- what, what, yeah, what I'm not really here? sure. I, I, I don't know if she's part of the just the tournament committee chairman or she's a part of the government. But obviously, she's pro government and she's talking about the things that they are doing. And the vaccines being rolled out over the next couple of weeks and months is one of those things she's discussing. Oh, okay, I now, got she it has now. said several mm-hmm. things up to this point, mm-hmm. and everybody <clears throat> seems to be fine with. All right. But they start talking about well, – she starts talking about vaccines, and that's when it all starts. So evidently <clears throat> there's the, the crowd was not pro-vaccine. So no, she mentions not. the Victorian government, they okay, didn't like them either. which yeah. last week ordered the residents into this snap five-day uh, five lockdown. Right, so that's, five one, that's why uh, they're booing Because now. of outbreak fears and all this kind of stuff. So I think they're booing because when she mentions them, they're like, no, boo, you, you took us back into lockdown, <laughs> and we don't like you now. Uh, and uh, here, here it is. Take a listen and watch. It's been a time of heartfelt uh, challenge. It's been a time of deep loss and extraordinary sacrifice for everyone. And with vaccinations on the way, rolling out in many countries around the world, it's now a time for optimism and hope for the future. They didn't like that. Stay with it. it. Stay with it. Y'all, this is so uncomfortable. This goes on for a while. Listen, Adam. She's up. There are many other people to thank that enabled this great night to take place in the last couple of weeks. Mm. The top of that list is the Victorian government. Without you, we could not have done this. They don't like that. They don't like the government either. (laughs) You know what they don't like? Lockdown. Listen to the whistle. This guy keeps whistling whistling the whole time. This is Greg. This is going to be Greg. That's my whistle. (laughs) And a a huge thank you. She even even acknowledges it at one point. Now they're yelling stuff. Now, Now she's mad. And a huge thank you to the thousands of people. Y'all, that's the whistler. That's the whistler. (laughs) He's really cranking up. When you're finished. You hear when you're finished. She's so mad. She's so mad. That whistler was out of breath. He was. His stamina was incredible. But you know, he's like, he looked around and said, I got this. (laughs) I got the whistle. I got the whistle. Everybody else back off. So they, so they didn't like the rolling out of vaccine. Uh, yeah. some reason and they don't like the Victorian government because they put them in another lockdown. Yes. And, they, and, they, and they they're mad to, about they it. They didn't just boo. <laughs> no. I, mean, I thought no. Roger Goodell walked in. <laughs>
<laughs> yeah, oh That's so good. What oh, is this? So... What is the snap five days supposed to accomplish? I don't like, what know. What does Helmsy? five days accomplish? So you're booing too. Well, no, I'm just asking a question no. because, I mean, usually it's – I mean, we hear, you know, 14 days a month, five days. Mm. Guys, five days ago the place was packed. They took everybody out, and then five days later they put everybody back in. Yeah. What sense does that make? And look and, – Maybe and, it works. I don't know. But <laughs> and, I have not heard that here in the U.S. Have you? No, but I'll tell you this. Everybody's gone overboard now. we got yeah, journalists and others. I can't believe what I just witnessed. Yeah. You know, the crowd booing is, is such a disgrace, whatever. I know it was uncomfortable, but let's all calm down a little bit. They, you know, they're, they're not happy right there. They, they don't like lockdowns. They don't like vaccines, pushes, I What's guess. a disgrace is the way that person will write the article. That's a disgrace. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, oh, also, just jumping back to last oh, segment, sorry. we're getting uh, a lot of email and the calls coming in, too, what... Um, what uh, heavy mayday? Heavy mayday means heavy mayday. Heavy mayday. And, heavy mayday. Um, I don't think I don't think this one's it. And I don't need to make like mean to make fun of the guy. Yeah, you do. Well, I think heavy refers to a big plane. <laughs> no, I mean they're all pretty big. I think, and uh, I mean, he might probably, be right. Maybe he's right. But what I was being told here, and, and a number of them have the same thing. Heavy means it's full of fuel, which makes sense if you think about yeah. it. They've just left. They do, and hey. I because you know, if, a lot if there's of times, a crash landing with this thing, it's going to be a bum. But now, because in this case, they've lost lost a, an engine. But yeah. in a lot of cases, when you do, they'll make you fly around and burn yeah. fuel, so mm-hmm. you won't have as much when you. Heavy I, mayday. I'm getting I'm getting that a lot. But there are a few that are trickling in, and the word heavy mayday means that it is a larger aircraft. So I don't know. Maybe it's a combination of the two. I have no idea. But heavy, uh, back, guess, that's going back to if you missed it, uh, the uh, larger the, planes are referred to as heavies. Yeah, a Denver flight uh, had a an engine blow like coming out uh, just after takeoff, and they had to make an emergency landing. So the mayday call back to the tower is something we played earlier, and he said heavy, heavy, heavy mayday, smally mayday, smally mayday, yes, yes smally, lightweight, minuscule. <laughs> Eight six six. Hey, we got a medium sized mayday. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I, mean, I don't know. I mean, not know? too big, not too small, <laughs> just right. <laughs> we got a small mayday. Uh, eight six six. We be big. The number. Uh, if uh, if you want to holler at us, do so. We might take some unscreened fall calls. Who knows? It's a, what this you got? Weird thing with the boards happened again. You have to grab uh, the phone. Yeah, right? and the phones oh. are just going nuts. So I thought we'd give everybody a little something. Hey, what's up, Rick and Bubba Show nine three one. What's up, guys? What's up? Holla. All right, I've got a question for Greg. I've got a couple things, actually. But as his spiritual successor to the uh, Jane Goodall of White Trash, <laughs> uh, have y'all ever touched on Mount Monsters? There Mount- was a Mountain Monsters. I have not. Mountain Monsters. Is this oh, a Greg, show or is this a – what is this? What, what is it on? It used to be, I think, on Discovery. It was on the Travel Channel of all things yesterday. Oh, There's wow. a, yeah, hmm. it, Greg. It is the peak <laughs> of white trash. Oh, I've got to find it. mountain <laughs> okay. monsters. Are they looking mountain for like monsters. legends well, of yeah. Bigfoot and stuff? Or yeah, yeah, in the mountain, are they referring to the people as monsters? <laughs> <laughs> no, but, well, trust me, some of them could qualify. Uh, the, First of all, you got a guy named Huckleberry. Okay. Oh, we love that name. Well, yeah, well, if he's seen Bigfoot, I'm going to believe it. 
you've got to check it out. There's, they were sniffing scat yesterday. Oh, okay. Oh, it's one of those. Right, I, I, I'll find it. Yeah, it's one of those. So, uh, sniffing scat. Mountain it, Monsters. Mountain Monsters Travel Channel. It's been out since 2013. It's a reality okay. show. I I, like I'm it. looking at Huckleberry right here. Okay. Uh, I'm in. <laughs> and you said travel. What, what did he say? Travel channel. Travel. travel that's channel. interesting. Yeah. Uh, that's wow. I am in. You can Thank probably you, get sir, it. for that tip. Amazon Prime, yeah. stuff like that. Let's go to 859, unscreened phone calls. What's up? Morning, guys. It's Sam up in Kentucky. Hey, did you notice the secondhand embarrassment that guy behind the lady was having? Yes, yes, oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, and he, he was had the, He wanted it to be over. Like, well, yeah. here's the thing. He he knew that guy that he's talking about had to come up next and do oh, the trophy presentation, mm. and they didn't. That he did a good job, and they didn't boo him. Oh, he but, couldn't. Well, you know what? He couldn't believe it was happening, yeah. and that he was standing there in the middle because they were in the middle, uh, right there by the net. And where do you go? Because uh-huh. then they got real loud. It'd be different if you sure. had just a few smattering of booze. Yeah. I mean, they cranked up. The whistler was he the whistler was phenomenal. Was just, I mean, yeah. he was giving all he had. Hey, uh, Adler just showed the Mountain Monsters. Yeah, and I didn't realize I have seen. You that. have seen it. I've seen it like an episode or two. And the guy that's second to the right uh, there, okay. he's a wow. He's well. Let me ask you this. Good. Let me ask you this. Let me tell you. And something. I'm gonna trust the caller. They'll but get are, off are these there. people trying to overdo their character or is it legit? Well, I mean, there's a there's a little bit of there that that's like it's real, but yeah. now I mean, you can tell. What's that? No, I'm just you talking know. about how they you know exaggerating Greg, who they are. Greg, this probably guy trying to act more redneck. Yeah, or am I probably. really? Well, I think there's a lot I'll be of, the there's a lot of real there. That's I'll what I think. The there, there might be sprinkles of okay, I'm overdoing it, yeah. but there it's it's a lot of it's just real. This guy called and he thinks this would be right up your alley. Okay. And it is. And he sounded and like he knew what he was he talking did. about. He did. I'd yeah. give him credit yeah. and watch it. All right, we got time for one more here. Uh let's go to uh two five one unscreen phone calls. What's up? Hey, good morning, man. I thought it would be great to hear a little bit of a mix of the cornhole fundraiser. <laughs> Mixed in with the uh, Victorian uh, government. Oh, okay. That's all so right, good. All right. All right. That, we that might can do good. that. We'll go to break and we'll come back and do that. Adler will play a little bit of it and then we'll mix in the cornhole announcement. I, uh, I'll, I also want to ask you guys this a question. Stupid. Be real quick. I ran into something this weekend that I want for my house. That you want for your house? Yep. Okay. Yep. Okay. We'll take a break. A lot of telescope you still want to holler. <laughs> no. we, we'll mix in a, a couple of unscreened phone calls as well. If we can get to you, 866 be Big. Rick and Bubba join us right after top of the hour. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Eight minutes till top of the hour. It's the Rick and Bubba Show. Thank you so much for tuning in. You got this part, Greg. Hey, little thing, let As we roll on back, this portion of the show brought to you by MyPillow.com. You know, uh, they uh, have been with us for quite some time, and right now, MyPillow has got some really cool deals. They're now offering two-piece pajama sets, uh, the My uh, MyPillow longwear sets, a loungewear set, Speedy. Not long. Uh, they might be long, but they're loungewear. Uh, they got weighted blankets, uh, the waffle blankets, the down comforters, and they're all 30% off with promo code Bubba. Uh, plus, you know, the, the products that they're known for, they're there as well. 
so right now, check them out because they've got a really cool deal going on with 30% off some of those items that I just to- touched on. And they've got that children's Bible story pillow as well, and they're 50% off with promo code Bubba. Uh, so promo code Bubba is what you want to do at MyPillow.com after you click Radio Listeners. Uh, you want to do that, that little square there, click on that, then use special promo code Bubba, and that's going to unlock a lot of great savings for you if you surf around MyPillow.com and check out their products. They come with a 60-day money-back guarantee, so there's no, uh, there's nothing to worry about at MyPillow.com. Click Radio Listener Square, then use promo code Bubba to unlock those savings for you, the Rick and Bubba audience. Or you can go to RickandBubba.com and click under the Sponsors button. All right, so... Helmsy, what do you want for your house? All right, so, you know, we always – we don't get out much, okay? So when I get out, like, this weekend, yeah. I see things, and I'm like, wow, okay, I wish I had that at my house. And so there was a couple things. Like, for instance, there was a – at the hotel, there was this coffee machine deal that – you know, they had your – hey, we'll get you a cup of coffee back here and, and like that. But they had this machine that mm-hmm. – that made all these different types of, and it's probably way too expensive to have something like this at the house. But I did see it, and the coffee ah. was fantastic. And I, I was just thinking, what kind of maintenance goes into this? Like, you know, is this is this something they're really having to tend to every day, or is mm. this can you you only have to deal with it a month? Probably have more since they're running guests, probably hundreds of guests in and out each day. But it was a wonderful cup of coffee. But I, but that's not what I'm talking about. I, okay. I, I went into another place, and. I, it just caught me off guard. I was sitting there, and it was in a place where I wasn't expecting it. That may have been part of it, but there was a mouthwash dispenser. A mouthwash, and dispenser. it looked like. I've, I've, wait, wait a minute. And it looked like it almost looked like a little bitty Keurig, like you think of a Keurig you machine. Take a little mouthwash, and and there was a little blue button, and you and there was not there was no cups or nothing. There mm. was a blue button, and all of a sudden this cup pops down, and it starts no, filling the cool. mouthwash dispenser, and I thought. That's well, neat. how about that? Yeah. So I got me a little mouthwash. Well, whether you needed it or not. Whether I needed it or not. And I thought, well, that was awful convenient. Like, because we do mouth, y'all probably do mouthwash at home. Mm-hmm. You got to open the top. Mm-hmm. You got to chug. You, you, mm-hmm. you either take a chug, you use the cap, or yeah. you got a cup in there or throwaway cups that you use. Yeah. Hey, this was just it all all in one. It looked nice. And I thought, so I like how to look up drops. I did too. Cause it kind of, and Hey, of course it's going to hang up. I right. sat there and looked at it like, <laughs> what is, what is this machine? Yeah. You were saying, let me push the button, see what happens. And that's what I, and I, there was a label on it. Somebody, it, cause there's other idiots that have walked in before not knowing what this was. They had yeah. to, they had to put a piece of tape that said and label it mouthwash. Yeah, mouthwash. Uh-huh. And so I thought, oh, okay, well let's push this little button. It was just, and look, so I, you want to know where to get one that though. day, that time of day, I really didn't need the mouthwash, but it was awful refreshing just to know that i could well look at you how about that mouthwash now i don't know how much they cost it's probably way you know probably something you don't want to have to deal with at home as far as that extra bill but goodness i liked it i, I liked like, it a I lot like the sound of it yeah Doesn't and, take and it i like the fact that you couldn't tell what it was like yeah. there was no like there was a button no, it was just so clean looking and of course mm-hmm. if you're responsible for keeping maintenance and filled up you probably don't like it as much probably not but yeah but i mean i bet it for yeah, it's probably a commercial grade type deal, but you know, if you're if you're at home, you probably don't have to change it out too much. Yeah, true. I don't know. I liked it. I liked the way that little cup jumped down there and then mouthwash started filling it, filled it right to the top. Fresh breath. Yes. Hmm. Thought, wow, okay. This bathroom trip was a lot different than I expected it yeah. to be. Mouthwash dispenser in Yeah. How about that? Hmm. It's not bad. Is there anything out there? And and look, the coffee machine deal is just phenomenal. I'd love to have that at the house, but that's yeah. just that's going way too far, I think. Yeah. 
Is there anything like that that y'all run into? Like, for instance, and this just shows you. It was that a nice washing to- thing they had over here at Ironstone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah that well, was you, nice. You, you put your hands in there, and it just yeah. Yeah, yeah. squirts water and makes Of course, real- they shut down, so. I know. And I wonder what they did me. with that machine. That was a great concept they had Probably over still there, there, and I'm mad that they oh, shut down. I love down. that place. I love the food. I love yeah. the atmosphere. I like sticking my hand in that thing. Uh-huh. Well, you so did. How did it not? would be like, Greg, you've already done it once. But. And they had a really good pizza. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, so I had one right now. And the other thing that was nice is you notice these things. You mm-hmm. know, when you're gone, your family's yeah. not with you. Like, it was nice to get in the shower and not be all girly things in there. Oh, like, yeah. I was in a man's shower. No pink razors. Right. Yeah. There was not, there was, you know what there was? Soap and shampoo and conditioner. Well, how about that? That was it. How about that? No flowery towels. <laughs> No, no, just pink, you know, you a shot of ma- what is those, uh, I mean, just, yeah, I just, I don't know. It's nice. It's like, man, I, this is, yeah. this is like a man Number one. shower. Yeah. There's nothing in here, but soap. <laughs> 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 All right, guys, we got to clean up something before we hand it over to the guys. Oh, good. What did we, what did well, we, no, I just what did I we mean, spill in the floor? We got to clean over this, this, this heavy mayday oh, thing. Oh, good night. You know, whatever. People I, hanging on to it, aren't I, they? I mean, we kind of said it, but I mean. People are still hitting us hard with emails, and I, and we we discussed, and you even read from the Wikipedia. Somebody thing, sent that at liftoff. It's it's how heavy the plane uh, is. Yeah. So oh, okay, counting fuel and everything. Yeah, how, Sir, how above large? a certain is called a heavy. Yeah, and you got small, small plus, medium, whatever, large, jumbo, all this kind of stuff. So he's basically saying that by the large mayday, he's saying this is what size plane we got, this and this is how heavy with. we are. Yeah. yeah. If so, it's above this, we refer to it as a And that's referring back to the Denver takeoff. How about, I know this, no yeah. matter what it means, I never want to be on a plane where no. somebody, the pilot is saying heavy made no, no, you do not. I don't care about the definition. I mean, I like that's to be. That's what I don't want to happen. I like to be a window guy. Are y'all window, are y'all window seat or y'all aisle? I mean, does, uh, or does it matter? It doesn't really matter. Okay. I, I honestly kind of like the aisle because I, I, I feel like I got more room. Yeah, yeah, I, I do too. Especially if it's even a even though you're flight. having to watch, you know, people moving up and down, and mm-hmm. you know, you can I, at least extend one of those legs exactly. into the aisle until somebody's walking yeah. by, or, or something. up the the seam of the guy in front of you to the left, yeah, you know, a little yeah. bit. But if you're a window up. person on this on this flight, I do like you, looking you had out. You had your other view, didn't you? I do like looking out. Y'all like looking out? I do. I do. Yeah, I do, I do too. like to looking out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, I do. I like it. I like it. I like it a lot. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. The guys are with us for the main show. It is a Charity Charge Monday. Participating Buffalo Wild Wings. Participate. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I can't start another. Rick and Bubba, Rick without him, brother. Six minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. 866. We be big is the number. The national anthem gets us started. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light what so proudly we hailed at the twilight Last gleaming Whose broad stripes And bright stars Through the perilous fight O'er the ramparts we 
were so gallantly streaming And the rocket's regular The bombs bursting in air Gay proof through the night That our flag was still there Oh, say does that star-spangled banner yet wave o'er the land of the free and the past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Thanks for being with us. Moving forward, start another day, another hour, another week. And Rick and Bubba history, the will of meat back in play for the week. We'll look back over the weekend. We'll take your phone calls at 866-WE-BE-BIG. Our home market, Birmingham, you've got a uh, Rick and Bubba Buffalo Wild Wings charity charge opportunity today. So make plans to eat at those participating Buffalo Wild Wings to raise money for another great ministry slash charity. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, and Eddie Van Adler have already given you a kickoff hour along the Rick and Bubba Radio Network. And across the way, there he sits, the pride of Cedar Springs, Alabama, but most of you. Probably no best as a silver tongue one, the man with a golden voice, professional lunch eaters, man of the year, the inventor of pizza and a cup, Shakespeare's worst nightmare, and the master of the kind's English. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Bill Bubba Bussey! Howdy, Bubba! How about it, Rick Burgess? Friends, neighbors, and associates everywhere, welcome in to the little party we call Rick and Bubba. I just want to celebrate another day of living. Come on. I just want to celebrate another day of life. I put my faith in the people, but the people let me down. So I turn the other way. Bubba, how are you? I always think of magnets when I hear oh, that. Oh, yes. Yeah. I'm good. How are you, sir? I'm good. I've got uh, actually brought you a little prize. Did today. you? Yeah, we'll do that here in a minute. It's gonna. <laughs> oh. it's, a, it's a dilemma. Is it from this weekend? Yeah, it's a dilemma mm. because I've brought you something. and I, and I just want to celebrate. Yeah, yeah. Mm. But I, here's, here's the problem. <laughs> Since you're trying to do better, what I'm about to do will not make much sense. Okay. However, nice. there's a tie to something that you love and are allowed to keep loving. That makes it worth it, but I could be handing you, you know, a problem. I got you. Okay, I got you. But but you're gonna you're gonna like the tie-in. This is more than just hey, there's a fat guy, give him something to eat. It's bigger. <laughs> it's bigger than that. I just want to celebrate. celebrate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's bigger than that. Okay, <laughs> it's bigger than that. And, I like uh, <laughs> that chance, by the way. <laughs> well, I just want to celebrate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, let's bring that one out. Okay. I like it. So uh, we we uh, we're here. 
It is a Monday, uh, Rick and Bubba University. The podcast dropped again over the weekend. Dr. Michael Sag, uh, Director of Infectious Disease. Uh, he's talking about where we are on the pandemic, the vaccine, and all these other things. Uh, and if you didn't catch that over the weekend, uh, you can uh, you can look for that. And I actually got an email today. It's interesting because I understand this world we're living in, and when you need the new technology to be explained you know, by some older guys sometimes. But I, but it's, I thought it was a legitimate question. The guy's brand new. He said, he said, hey, I, I, I just found the show, and I love this next statement. It, 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 it's dear to our hearts. He said, wish I'd have found you sooner. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I, what? I, yeah, and I said, you know what? What a great thing to say. But I said, yep. but you found us now, so let's, right. let's go forward. And he said, I understand Rick and Bubba University, but I, I'm not going to have time to be in a position to sit down and watch it so I want to just listen to it, and I don't, I don't see it on the Rick and Bubba podcast archives. And I said, you know what? I realize that can be confusing. It's always bothered me, Rick. Yeah, I'm yeah. and I said, well, it's not there. You, you just go to wherever you get podcasts. It's a standalone podcast. It is. And and he said he understood, but you know, so you, people don't know that. But, no, they really don't. Yeah. I just want a podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you got Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba show the podcast, which features archives in the Wednesday Bible study. Yeah, but then you have a standalone podcast that's just out there where all podcast. It's a separate podcast. We we have we, multiple yeah, yeah. podcasts. We, one is a replay of the show. One is unique. There it is. Well, I just want to celebrate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So anyway, but I have, I have, <laughs> but I, but I have to find it. So that's good. And uh, and we did have um, we got a lot to cover from uh, from the weekend. Uh, we had a great time uh, down in the land of News Talk one hundred three nine. With the Pursuit Men's Conference, of course, there's always stories anytime. You can't take us anywhere. <laughs> Nowhere. You can't take us anywhere. So we'll uh, we'll talk. You can't about- take us anywhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, now we're entertaining ourselves. Oh, yeah, Bubba, y'all had Marty Hunter over the weekend. We announced oh, his, yeah. we announced his birthday, and y'all celebrated over the weekend. Hope that all went great. Yeah, it did. It was yeah, really yeah. good. I tell you, the weather was just uh, remarkable. Oh gosh, it was so good. Uh, you know, it, it got up to sixty, which felt like eighty. It did because it did, yeah. we'd had teens earlier in the week, mm-hmm. and. Uh, which uh, brings me to, uh, to, to another story. I, I have a, a friend that uh, had gone to a new job in Tennessee, and uh, he, he stepped out on ice, which they still have in Tennessee, and uh, fell and tore his knee up and oh, got no. hurt oh, and all this gosh. stuff, and then had to come back home and lives close to Alex City. Where it was sixty degrees, yeah. So it seems very strange when you're telling people, yeah. "Hey, I fell on ice and busted my knee up." I know, yeah. You never yeah. was like, "Where, where, where yeah. did it's you crazy. go?" It's crazy. I mean, there was a line, yeah. uh, kind of the Tennessee Alabama line going north. It was a huge difference on yeah. what side you were. Well, on. He busted his ice. Well, yes, he he did. did. <laughs> you know, if you slip and fall in your own in your own driveway, it's your own asphalt. <laughs> uh, but anyway, the, uh, the, the <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just tore my knee up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, but how about this? So here today, Adler and I both nearly tore ours up walking for, off the carpet into the kitchen. That wasn't us. We got. Yeah, we got, we yeah. Got, yeah. Let, let me just give. We a got clue. water leaking in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Probably uh, from a toilet. <laughs> <laughs> if you uh, if your office is right above us, and I don't even know who that it's is. It's been vacant. Uh, I just talked to management. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just talked to management. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, They're dispatching someone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I was sitting there. You know how you're, how weird it is. I'm walking. Listen, I'm walking. I never see it on the way into the kitchen. Yeah. But as I'm coming back out of, out of the kitchen, water hits me right in the chest. And how I did do I, it? it right there. <laughs> and, I, and, look, and, and then I look down, and I'm like, Hey, I, I legitimately have water yeah, on my yeah. shoulder. Rick was a little skate. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
And I and then you start thinking all kinds of weird things yeah. to some animal well, spit I on know. me. I mean, <laughs> your mind goes through what's happening. You're like, where did it come from? <laughs> what is that? You well, know, they, we've had different sections in here mm-hmm. in the past. With right there in the production room, did they not rerun? You they did. What? They I, did. Uh, yeah. So. Yeah. But when you look up and see water in the light fixture, mm. that, that's not, not good. good. And well, it's not it's good. A, yeah, it's going to get worse. Yeah, from there. So, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. now it's made me reevaluate myself because that means I walked right past it and didn't even see it. Well, I'm, I know. Did it? I, I was the same way. Uh, yeah. Well, Adler said he kept slipping and he he didn't figure it out. If it had not hit me on my shirt, I probably wouldn't figure it out. Okay. Uh, so so don't feel so bad. We'll be back. More Rick and Bubba coming up as we unpack uh, the weekend and look at what's going on today. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio! Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my 21 minutes past the hour the Rick and Bubba show. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. All right, so let's jump into some of the... Um, the stories from this past weekend. So uh, we were we were headed to uh, Dothan News Talk 103.9, the Pursuit Men's Conference, second year uh, that we've done this. Uh, the Manchurch.com teaming up uh, with Heath Fountain and Pursuit Ministries there in uh, in Dothan. Uh, Heath is the guy on the ground, sets up the ticket sales, gets the venue and all that. We come in. Uh, with the speakers and uh, also, uh, you know, all the resources. And, and it went great last year. Tried to do it again this year, COVID, you know, all that. And we got uh, – so we uh, we were not able to uh, to do it exactly the same way. Uh, we'll tell you more about that in a minute to do some thank yous. What I want to get to first is uh, the Doubletree there in Dothan. The Doubletree in Dothan, I've, I've, you know, been to a lot of hotels all over uh, all over the place. Man, I'm telling you, that thing is is nice. The Probably the most comfortable room I've slept in. You know, uh, as far as, hey, I'm just somewhere in town, I need a place to stay, it's it's very, very good. So uh, Celeste Jones, who's the director of sales there, uh, we are honored that she is a big fan of this show. And Bub, I think, knows some of the people, some people you went to high school with. I read you that email she sent about us coming into town. And she and her husband were going to a marriage conference, so she was like, I'm not going to be able to be here when you guys get here, uh, but I'm so thankful you're coming. I've been listening to the show, I think she said, 24 years Wow. Uh, wow. In, anyway, and she was fired up, and she said, I've put something in your room, uh, like a little <laughs> gift, and she said, I want you to take it to Bubba. And she said, Bubba? Yeah, and I, you know, yeah, sometimes they'll do a little, hey, welcome gift, mm-hmm. and, and there was something in there, you know, uh, and I got one too, but it, it, she knew that this was going to be more special, this particular gift, to Bubba than even to me. Okay, okay so here it is. I got right. it. Oh, Bubba, yeah. look at right, here. So, oh, so wow. here, it, here it is now. Again, I just want to celebrate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bubba, here's your card from her. <laughs> well, look at that. <laughs> just a little, right, so, it says yeah. Bubba on it. All right, so Bubba, did did you know that when SpaceX went up, that they baked cookies in space? Yeah, I, I knew that. Did you know that yeah. DoubleTree provided the cookies? No, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't so know that. the, so they, they prepared. Well, how about you? They prepared cookie dough that was provided <laughs> by DoubleTree to be made by Hilton, and here they are. I have a I have a tin, a little mini tin. I'll show it there. Look at that, and it says first cookie in space. That is so. Funny. These were the cookies that were made on the SpaceX, and they got that good cookies. Funny. And they, hey, let me let me warn you. Now, these cookies, <laughs> wow, these cookies, Bubba, wow. they're out of this world. They're out of this <laughs> All world. All right, thank you, Greg. <laughs> we just want to celebrate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
So the, the cookies in space, and here it is, the first cookie baked in space, uh, taking hospitality further. That is cool. Yeah, and so, so those are you tell me that can they're actually baked in space or just just the same. This is no, the, here we this go. is the cookie that okay. they made. Not not at the actual grade. I mean, good Greg, yeah, be, we have them all. They'd be old by now. Greg, but, would you stop? That can flew in space. <laughs> Greg. Okay, yeah, there it is. This is why so you Bubba, don't like memorabilia now, stuff. <laughs> now they're. I just got to warn you again. Right. They're re- they're really really good. I got you. Okay. Oh, it does look good. Yeah, and and you know I just want to see the can. Yeah, yeah, there it is right there. You can empty the. You can smell them. Oh, oh my god! Oh, oh my gosh! Oh, I got. Oh have my one gosh! The bit came open. <laughs> See, I can't have one. That's a shame. I think, think Mama dropped it on purpose. That's a shame. That came open. Uh oh, that didn't touch something. You got to eat it now. <laughs> oh, those look good. Rick, yeah, they're Rick, double tree cookies. I know. Those look geo. Whenever I'd stay at one in Nashville, I remember at check in, they'd give you a little cookie, and they're not little. They're huge. Well, and 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 Helmsy will address the the deal of you know Wingo. Being there and speaking, Wingo. They must it, be good. Three ten a cookie. You know, oh, Wing, that's a good. Stuff. Yeah, w- w- Wingo is a lot like you, Speedy, <laughs> in this aspect. He's a very disciplined person, trying to work out, trying to stay in shape. But when it comes to sweets, <laughs> he hey hey he he go he goes down like, day, the, like the Edmund Fitzgerald. <laughs> remember when we were hunting? He ate that whole cake. <laughs> yeah, I've never, it's, I've never seen it. Was like, like a it. caramel cake. Yeah. He ate every bit of so, it. So so when he saw when I said, "Hey, I got cookies in here in my room," he said, "What?" And uh, and and yeah, yeah. And, and I I gave him one of them, and and then I just shut the door and locked. So they mm-hmm. baked that cookie in space. Yep, that wow. one right there. First, that's the first cookie in space. Double Tree provided uh, the cookie dough, and that is the cookie. Well, that's a good man. Yeah, it's a good. One. Ooh. SpaceX too. I thought that was kind of cool. Bubba, you could do it. that thing where you just that's smell them. If you don't eat them, you just smell them. Well, that's what them. I was doing. You see, I was just sniffing. Them. You were okay. Good. And, and here's what's kind of is this the name of the cookie? Oh nuts. I guess so. Mm. You know, like oh, we, nuts! Like we say here, go nuts! Right? Yeah. Uh, so is, oh, nuts! And and guys, mm. this was only a year ago. It was in January 2020 mm. when yeah. they did this. Like mm. I think it was January 6. Yeah, maybe they did it up. Hey, this thing's got vitamin D, calcium, Great. iron. Here, here calcium. we go. And there he goes. You finally help <laughs> somewhat. Help well, but me. just chase it with a banana. You're fine. <laughs> but you see my dilemma. Here's yeah. a, here's it's this very nice. It's, it's here's good. this I'm nice give. Even if you just want to not eat the cookies but put the tin up in your mm-hmm. office, mm-hmm. what if we all eat a, eat a quarter? He can of have it. one. Yeah. Did he just lick that? No, no, no he smelled it. it. I think he, he can did. have one. Yeah, just, eat just one. don't have That's one. That's not going to yeah. hurt. Now one's going to be tough to eat it without eating another. It will be. Bubba, you need it once; it'll close good. That's right. Go ahead and eat that on top. Yeah. You know why the tin doesn't close good? They've 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 stacked them right up to the top. Oh, I know. No it wasted is space is what that is. I like that can. That is a cool looking can. Yeah, I do like the can. Yeah. But, yeah, but was that yeah. not an? Uh, uh, that is. Yeah, Hamsey was there Celeste, working. Thank uh, you so much. Working the uh, the event, and uh, I got to tell you, it was. Uh, you know, I mean, it was like I have a hard time sleeping on the road. This was very very comfortable. Yeah. The, the, the times it I've was. stayed in the DoubleTree, they're really nice. They are nice. Yeah, this is this is this is really good. <laughs> it's brand new too. Oh, I mean, yeah. it's no Muno Court. <laughs> <laughs> now, Greg, everybody from Oxford knows that. Greg, I, and I played, hey, Greg, and I've stayed in some pretty nice super eights. <laughs> oh, hey, yes, Rick. <laughs> That's not even a joke. Yeah, we, we, we really have stayed. I mean, they've left a lot on for us in the Motel City. And it was, uh, but yeah, that, uh, so that, that was a, a cool <laughs> gift, and the hospitality there was was fantastic. The breakfast yeah, was, was good. I heard you talking about that coffee machine. That coffee machine. Yeah, it's awful. Yeah, it was worth the price of admission just for that. Right. And Wingo agreed with me on that, too. He's yeah. like, we got to get one of these. Yeah. It was phenomenal. But he bogged us down a couple times. He did. With, I with, with, his, with his coffee stuff. Yeah. Careful. There's something else I want to address uh, at some point during the show yeah. about you and Wingo. Yeah. I did notice this, and, and won't do it now, but uh, I did notice back to Wingo and his food. 
perfect example. We go to a barbecue place uh, for lunch the day we're leaving. I clearly heard Wingo say, get me a grilled chicken salad. And he went and sat down, and so Rick was ordering for him. And he looked at me, and he goes, I'm not ordering him a salad. So he just ordered what he thought Wingo should eat. Right. Well, you were trying to help him <laughs> out. Was Wingo thankful when I came with it? He was. Yeah, because he was not looking forward to that salad. He, he looked, and he, he said, uh, he said, now see, that." The, I said, when a fat guy gets you something to eat, it's different. <laughs> um, you have, have you all heard that Mitch Hedberg joke about Doubletree? No. I want to be at the meeting where they came up for the name for Doubletree. Somebody was like, what about tree? And somebody else was like, nah, that's not good enough. What about Doubletree? Meeting adjourned. <laughs> not just tree, but double, double tree. tree. If, you, if you think we got tree, we got double tree. Let's double it. Yeah, and I'm sure there's some background on that name. Yeah. I don't know. I'm sure. But that, yeah. their cookie thing, putting the cookie it's in the room, has always them. been their thing. Yeah. I didn't know and that. So, uh, but when it was tied to – see, because – How long is that, has that hotel been there, did she say? The one in Dothan? Yeah. I know last year it was under a different name. And they were saying it's going to be a double tree. So I would say that one has been in there less than a year. Okay. Yeah. You won't find any of them vibrating beds at these places. Greg, what's wrong with you? Well, that's good. Yeah, Greg, that's a good thing. That's, Greg, that's a sign of a bad you. hotel. When you got a place you can put a quarter in it, yeah, that's a bad hotel. Especially if you don't have change. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they have a card swap now. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. Eight six six. We be big is our number. Uh, our website, Rick and Bubba, spell out the word and dot com. Uh, we'll do more stories uh, from the from the weekend for you uh, as uh, we move forward. Do want to point you to LinkedIn dot com slash Bubba. Look, I know. I mean, during this pandemic, businesses have have done a lot of things and, and tried to find different ways to approach. Um, you know, still trying to get to that bottom line. Uh, but though you may have changed the way your business is structured, let me tell you one thing that never, ever changes. Pandemic, no pandemic, good economy, bad economy, housing market, whatever, uh, interest rates, that's the need for good employees. I mean, these hires uh, are really, really important. It, no matter what your situation, if you're making a hire, you want to make a good one. And LinkedIn.com slash Bubba can help get your role in front of more qualified candidates. You can even manage the job post and contact candidates from your mobile device anytime, anywhere. That's how LinkedIn jobs can help uh, you hire the right person faster. Uh, In the world we're living in now, this is more important than ever. So go to LinkedIn.com slash Bubba, and uh, we've teamed up with them since you support this program. Uh, They're going to allow you to post your job for free as a listener of this show. Uh, there's a link at rickandbubba.com under the sponsors. So be sure and take advantage of that right now or just go directly to linkedin.com slash bubba. So also, we'll, we'll go back to some more stories uh, of things that happened uh, on the road this past weekend. But um, uh, when, when we got back from the conference uh, Saturday <clears throat> afternoon, and so, uh, so my wife had already made it perfectly clear that now that Greg's second grandbaby had gotten here, that we would go see that baby this weekend, and and we were we were going to make that happen. Yes, we we had to go see baby Pace. This is the this is how look look at this picture of Sherry with she's the baby. Just a grin. She, if there's a baby anywhere near, she's got to get her hand. Did on. you see her snatch him from me the minute she got in the door? Well, Greg and I felt kind of bad about that because Lisa, I didn't know it till later, said that you know 
you like to let them get a little older like I do and yeah. where, where they can actually do something. And they're a little bit fragile when they're this yeah, kind. Yeah, they're very fragile. <laughs> and she said, well, Greg, you know, really sitting down holding him. I said, Cherry, Greg was holding his grandbaby, and you took the baby No, away that from was fine. I, uh, I'm I mean, just kidding, but it is funny. I mean, she come in and – Look at that like, baby. You know when you rake up when the defense is trying to cause a fumble? Yes. And you reach in there, and she corner and just took him. I know. And I said, <laughs> well, that's fine. I, said, I, I loved her passion. I said it was a little aggressive move. And, Greg, catch me here because I don't want to exaggerate. I think that Sherry held the baby for at least an hour. <laughs> at least, yeah. At least an hour. <laughs> I mean, they wouldn't nobody getting because he just chills. He just yeah. kind of he's that is back. a that is a very very laid back baby. Yeah, yeah. he's just like pass me to whoever's next. And uh, there's Nana with Look him. Look at oh, that. Oh, Nana got to see the baby. Oh, that's a framer there. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> He's looking up like, what? Yeah. So, that's so, awesome. Well, I didn't know this. So when I came in and Greg and Lisa were there, I was like, good, we'll get to spend some time together and see the baby. And then the word hit that baby Ellis was in route. Yeah, he was on his way. He was on his way. Oh, now, now we got a two-year-old boy about to show up. <laughs> okay. And so the the what's so funny is Greg and I heard him pull up outside. outside. <laughs> and so we went out to greet him. And this thing that Ellis has been doing, he, he has this icebreaker. No matter how many times he's seen you, you know, especially people he doesn't see every day. Yeah. When he sees you again, he fake sneezes. And, and, <laughs> it's, it's the icebreaker. I was laughing. He could see us through the glass, and we see him go, he starts sneezing in his car seat. Look, when he sees us walking to the truck. And, and Greg, so and Greg said he, he's, doing, he's doing the fake sneeze thing again. Yeah. What is this icebreaker about? the way he breaks about, uh, you know, When he sees yeah. someone he, that he, he knows, but you know he probably hasn't seen him in a while, he mm-hmm. has to fake sneeze. He oh, does it every good. time he sees right. him. And, uh, and, so, and I see him a lot, and he still does. <laughs> so, so now the problem, that, the problem that Greg's son and his daughter-in-law have now is that, you know when you bring your kid that you're trying to give some sort of structure to yeah well now all these people are are, are there that are not going to provide any structure no we're going to do whatever child. he wants just whatever <laughs> he wants to do you know like like francis they probably don't want him every time he looks up at the air at the wind chimes and says ding 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 they probably don't want you to pick him up every single time let him just ring the fool out of him. Yeah. <laughs> all he, he had to do was everybody look, to do. all yeah. he had to do for me or greg is up go ding 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 and we went mm. and he put his arms up to you let's get up there and ring it again there it yeah. is ding, wear ding, it ding, out look just <laughs> <laughs> he's like like he's a dinner bell you yeah, want to hit he, them wind chimes let's hit it again yeah. <laughs> ding ding and uh that's you yeah, yeah real quick yeah. well it, it, like he went over and got these coffee pods because you know they'll play with anything uh-huh. you know i remember brody especially was this way anything well, that thing could, spins. Any, like anything that. could become you know soldiers or, or or football players and you know he he, he got in trouble at school because he got all his pencils divided up into two teams yeah. he was playing on his desk <laughs> like, and so uh yeah, so anyway so i see that in in uh in ellis too so he got these coffee pods. Well, you know, he's at that point now, which I think with Greg being his grandfather, there's there's potential for extreme gold. He will repeat anything. Anything. <laughs> I mean, he's at that point now. You just basically he's a parrot. Yeah. He's just a, you make he'll say you if you can get him to, if you work on it he'll say it. <laughs> so, so anyway, so there were some things that he that he was like he, he's waiting on you to say do you want me to do something new? So he didn't know what these pods were, and I said, well, can you say coffee? And he goes. <laughs> He started coughing. I said, "No, not coughing." <laughs> got a fake cough too. Yeah. Yeah. He uses that. I, I said, "This is coffee." He goes, <laughs> and I said, "No, not coughing. We're not coughing. It's coffee." And uh, so, so he, um, and then, and then you know he'll throw anything. Oh yeah, uh, he'll look throw, out. Yeah, he'll throw anything. Is he lefty or righty? He's a righty. He's a righty. But buddy, he'll let it rip. Really? Yes, yeah. And, uh, and but the thing that I that was odd, I noticed that, and you know, he's got a baby sister on the way. 
That's right. in May. Mm-hmm. Is I noticed he he doesn't really pay much attention no, to the baby, he he, he, <laughs> which is probably a good thing. But I mean, mm-hmm. he he didn't really. It, the, every now and then he'll come by. And yeah, just kind take of a look, check it out, and keep moving. And the last time he was there, they brought the baby out and had him wrapped in a blanket. He said he's got a jacket on. <laughs> <laughs> He's got his jacket on. So, uh, but yeah, but he don't he don't give him much at all. Yeah, and I was. Uh, it seems that that the baby, and uh, of course, Pop claims you know this baby can whip any baby in the nursery. Yeah, yeah. right. Dad's got to go there. But, but right. I, it's, uh-huh. it's, it seems like to me that the baby looks like your daughter, but has the di- the disposition of of the dad yeah, of, of yeah. Riley because Riley's back. is laid back. At, yeah, a laid back person like Riley marrying marrying into this loud family. Yeah, yeah. But it's kind of good because he's kind of like y'all. Y'all handle all the loudness. Yeah, I'll, I'll be here I'll, if you I'll, need I'll, I'll just chill. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll every, just drive the bus. It, it, like yeah. Every, every, yeah. everybody be going crazy. And I said, so Riley, you doing okay? Mm-hmm. Doing good. Doing good. And I'm like, Riley, I mean, is there more to say about you? You yeah. having your first baby? No, no. Was, yeah, but really, yeah, that was really, really, really something. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> Riley. Yeah, Riley. Yeah. Right, so tell me about him. You're there. You're in the living room. Yeah. I I was just kind of you know they they I was kind of careful where I looked. I said, yeah, okay, good. You All took right. that instruction. That was good because you know when things end up in a C-section, you know, with you and I being C-section dads, it's a different deal because they put up they put up this this curtain across. So and he was laughing about this because he remember. Yeah. So there's a curtain. Don't look on the other side. And what they do is you sit down and then they'll go, Dad, you want to take a look? And there's this moment, almost like a horror flick. Where you're coming up to where the mm-hmm. where, where the curtain is and going, oh man, yeah, yeah. oh a lot happening, oh baby, right, <laughs> oh they've got you really cut open, <laughs> right, and, 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 honey, uh, I have no, I, oh, I can't wow. describe oh, what I see. Oh wow, they re- your body's really moving around as they're trying to get his shoulders <laughs> up through there. Oh, but boy. what you're saying to on the on the good side of the curtain up up high where we are, mm-hmm. and she's just like, yeah, okay, yeah, you know, and you're like, you don't have no idea what's happening yeah. over there, yeah. a lot going on over yeah. there, yeah, yeah. So it's um it, it it's a beautiful baby, it really yeah. is. Yeah. I mean, Greg, you're you're stacking up, Greg. Kids like Carl. I'm wood. telling you, you got <laughs> number three on the way in May. Yeah, and I watch Greg. It's only going to get better. Yeah, finally going to get a little girl. Watching Ooh. Greg, I'm, I'm telling you. Yeah, I, I think his heart is almost the size of like a normal, not a, not a like. I'm not talking about like Mother Teresa, right? Not, right. not that, that. But you way. mean he, he's almost back human again, right? Yeah. Just, I'm right. talking about the guy that you, the guy or bigger the, than a like a, a billiard ball. Down. You know, the, you know the person that you say, yeah, that's, yeah, man, that's a good, that's a good person. Not a great person, right? But he's up to definitely somebody well, who is just appropriate. You know what I mean? I guess that third one will just take me to the top. So the third one, and see now when he starts getting on somebody, I'm gonna say that's somebody's grandkid. You're that's talking. Right. About. Yeah, yes, that's good, good point. That, that is, is real really great. Good. I'm gonna see. Like, I'm gonna see if that'll <laughs> take his knees out. <laughs> Greg, what are we gonna do about that beagle? <laughs> How about the old beagle? <laughs> yeah, they, they've got a beagle, Cleo. You know, beagle, beagle, Cleo, like, an issue. Yeah. I love well, they beagles. like to bark. Oh, yeah, they like to bark. They're yeah. noisy. Beagles like bark. Bark. That's not good during nap time. Well, yeah. what's happened is <laughs> Muffin used to bark. What's happened <laughs> is there, and it was funny. Oh yeah, I love to hear that beagle bark. It was funny, but to a point. To a point. Not not for not for a half hour. But 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 so. <laughs> well, what's happened is there's a neighbor. What was he barking at? Well, there's the a neighbor. Neighbors- there's there's a there's a fence that is almost where you can't see through it, but it's got little cracks yeah. in it. Little uh-huh. cracks, and you can see. No, that's what we heard. So there's little cracks that the dog can see through. Well, there's another dog next door, and this dog wants no part of all this. That's yeah, a, that he doesn't dog, bark. He just looks. That dog just looks at him like, hey, man, I got it. I'm you, a neighborhood dog. Hey, you see me. I hear it. And I, but <laughs> we got a fence. Is this bread and beagles, though? They got a bark. As long them. as that dog can be seen through the cracks of that fence, he that dog barks. It's a yeah. female, right? Yeah. Yeah, a female beagle. I mean, as long – let me say this again. 
as long as the dog can see the other dog, <laughs> like like even Chandler was saying, why don't they stop? Why didn't wasn't why does Cleo ever stop the bark and now say let's just run up and down the fence? Yeah, yeah. You know, because that other one would say let's run up and down the fence, but I don't want to bark. And Cleo just sits there. I'm not don't, not mild barking. Yeah. I mean, like like I've I've got something backed up. Where I mean, where sounds like she's jumped right. around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like she's jumped around. You know, you know, for half an hour. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, I mean, you, still going. You got two things you can do to stop that barking: put your dog up, or have the neighbors put theirs up. Because yeah. as long as it, does that, as long as she sees that other dog, yeah. it's constant barking. Good night. And the other dog just stands there and stares. It's a labradoodle, which means he's gigantic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he just stands there like. I, I, okay, I see you. <laughs> yeah, I'm a house dog. What do you do? But, yeah, but what's so funny is so you go you go over here to, to Chandler, and this is where Riley can be hilarious in his laid back way. <laughs> and she goes, "That's that's ridiculous." And hey, I bet our neighbors love us. Riley, get back yard. <laughs> I look at Riley. He goes, "It's a good thing they're real good friends of ours." <laughs> <laughs> they're good with it. <laughs> You know, when you're out in the country, you try to get them to bark. You like to hear yeah. them bark. Yeah. Not when you got neighbors on the side. Not a big city dog. Yeah. Yeah. I'd business. love to have a little beagle puppy, though. We yeah. had fun, though. Yeah. That was great. We'll be back 14 minutes to the top of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Eight minutes to the top of the hour. Rick and Bubba show. Thanks for being with us today. Will of Meat back in play. Another week has begun. All right, we had somebody saying that our barking, our beagle barking, which has been around on the Rick and Bubba show for many years, calls calls their dog to attack the uh, calls their dog to attack the iPad. Oh, really? <laughs> they said so. We had them barking at the cat last week. <laughs> Big dog week. Chase yeah. the cat. Uh, so anyway, and um, and we did find out that Greg had a negative reaction to the dog barking, and, and now Ellis has, has now gotten where he, he mocks Greg. He did. It could have been worse. But. Right. Greg, just know now, Greg, has he picked up any slang from you? I mean, being you know, around I've, you since he's – I may start introducing him to some of it mm-hmm. because he'll pick it up. Yeah. I had I had him saying, you know what? It was one of those weird days has yesterday. Has he picked up any yet? You won't talk about no, it? No. Well, I just I, – I, What did you say when the dog okay, barked? Okay. I mean, it, <laughs> the dog barked, and I uncontrollably said, oh, God. And he looked at me and went, oh, God. <laughs> I said, great. Go in there and tell you, Mom. So this week, he's going to repeat that. <laughs> With and the same gonna, disgust. And they're going to be like, where did that come from? Oh, he my. had the same, you know, disgusted yeah. emotion behind yeah. him. Well, yeah. that's what I love is he did. He did Greg's little, little face. Oh, little, yeah. oh, God. <laughs> So I'll never forget when Braden was five, and we oh, and I boy. won't tell you the word that was said, but <laughs> I think y'all I've told y'all he was five years old and he spent the night at my parents, and something happened at home a couple of days later where he mashed his finger in the refrigerator, and he said a word, and Amanda, she flew all over me, and I said, hey, listen. I think I'm innocent in this. I say a lot of things I shouldn't, okay? But I don't say that word. Mm-hmm. That's my dad's favorite word. Uh-huh. <laughs> there it is. I said, so that's where it's coming from. Hey, I, look, he's going to say things that he hears from me. Get all that. This, this ain't, ain't, on, this ain't on me. 
Yeah, yeah, y'all remember so, years ago. Yeah, automatically. Yeah, this is Mac Daddy's favorite work. She's like, oh wow, <laughs> yeah. okay, I didn't think about. And that. I think <laughs> it made a old best of CD is that I took the boys when they were like little, little, to uh, to the pool, uh, to a, a public pool. And, you know, you're trying to give mom a break, and you take it on. You got everybody, and you got all the stuff. Mm. And we were trying to go through the dressing room to get out to the pool, and one of them, like, threw a towel, like, in a thing of water, mm. like that. And I said, well, like that. <laughs> and so as we walk as, as we, as we, as, as we walk as we walk out onto the place where people are, I now have two little boys going, well. <laughs> and, and, they're, and they're just saying it to everybody, well. <laughs> like that, and I'm like, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> not good, not good word. Uh-uh, uh-uh, we yeah. don't say that. We don't yeah. say that. No. Of course, their thought is, why are you saying it? Good point. <laughs> yeah, sure. it's a great point, little two, two and a half to four year old. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. All right. Two things. Maybe I do need to watch how how I. Y- y- y'all do mock me, don't you? <laughs> yes. yes. Two things both have to do with Tyler. He still talks about going to Texas when Greg was there to hunt at a young age. I think he was like 11 or 12. I, I can't remember well, what age. And, and you were saying things in front of him. And, and, and your thing was, oh, it's all right. He needs to hear it. You know, and, and so then he came, then he came back That's home a great with it. Quote. Yeah. I think it served him well. Right. The other is we're on a cruise, and this they, they had this little hot tub out. Uh, you know, in the open, and there was this elderly couple in, and I had already stepped in, and he was stepping in, and as soon as his toe hit the water, he went, I mean, and just because it was it was cold, yeah. he thought it was hot, <laughs> right? And that elderly couple looked at me like I was the worst father yeah. ever, oh, yeah. and and I had to own it, right. you know. Yeah, and true. of course, I had to you know take him away. Mm-hmm. But that was probably one of the most embarrassing moments oh, because that old couple just thought we were this uh, little father son. How y'all doing? Y'all yeah. doing good? Yeah. And I was like, Son-. well, that's one, <laughs> you of, know? It, that's one of those things. Honestly, if they don't see you come in with them, I like I don't know whose kid it is. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, yeah. well, what's that kid's problem? Tell yeah. you what, that kid's got some bad parents. <laughs> that's what's wrong with our, our these parents. These I days. guess his dad was yeah. in the navy. That's right. Look at these these kids just repeat things their parents say. Yeah. Whoever that kid belongs to. Yeah. And why he keeps coming over and sitting by me, right. Greg, probably looking for some comfort. Uncle Greg said it. Yeah. You know, oh, that's what I heard yeah. when we are going back home. Yeah, we, it wasn't that Thanks, Greg. I also had, uh, you know how we, we can't help the stuff that we do here part of the day. <laughs> you know, we, we carry what we do here out to the rest of the world, mm-hmm. and the rest of the world's like doesn't think it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> and so Sherry and I were grabbing some lunch on the way to go see the baby and, uh, and to visit. And so I had ordered a, a grilled chicken sandwich. Okay, so we were sitting there eating, and I took a bite into it, and pretty quick, I could tell you know, the way my teeth went through the chicken mm. that it wasn't done. Oh, that's a that's, that's so bad feeling. So I, so I look down, and I see that the chicken is is, is raw on, on the inside. Oh, come on, don't say that. Okay, just say, wow. hey, hey, raw chicken. So anyway, so so anyway, that's so the yeah, yeah. so now so listen, <laughs> looking like my chicken's raw. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So anyway, so just take a bite. And, and usually, and, I'll be honest. Another day of bacon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Usually, uh, unlike Greg, our mom. Uh, I'll push on through it unless it just is a Rick, that's it, bad, unless it's a health yeah. issue. Mm-hmm. And so oh, this that might they, be. So this was a health issue. Yeah. Yep. So I say they you were co- like I can. They, they come back and of course before I can say anything, I'm like, hey, I said, and I just showed it to her. She goes, oh my gosh. Hmm? And I said, yeah. I, I mean, I, I tell you what, I'm going to move off this sandwich altogether. And I ordered something else. Well, now I become the yeah, person. Yeah, gross you out. the chili. Now I become the person. <laughs> now I become the person that's being visited by everybody in the yeah. hierarchy of the restaurant. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hey, we're so sorry. Are you okay? I said, no, I'm fine. I'm good. 
and they come over, hey, are you all right? You're good. So sorry that happened. I mean, they roll through. I mean, I get to the high. I mean, before long, it's like the, uh, like they're calling the person that, like, started the restaurant. You know what I mean? Right, like, right. like We're really, hey, really hey, sorry. We're, we're flying our creator from San Antonio. Uh, he'd like to ask you if you're I said, He wants to know if you're good. Look, and I, said, I said, everything's fine. So, so we're getting ready to leave. Look, you're going to love me for this. But, again, and, and, and I think this woman said back what everybody wants to say to this show. Okay? So this is the – general manager, highest-ranking person on site, okay? Because I've been visited several times by this person to be sure everything's okay, which is, you know, it's fine. So I'm walking. Uh, Sherry goes to the restroom. Well, I'm walking to go to the bathroom before we get in the car to drive over to see the baby, and she's one more time, and, and, and she looks, and I see she's looking at me, and I started doubling over with my stomach, and I went, oh, okay, and I, like I was getting to the restroom. Then I looked, I said, I'm just messing with She goes, you are evil. <laughs> she thought you were sick. <laughs> May have salmonella. <laughs> but what I did is did I you keep replaying that bite in your mind. Though? <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Well, I did oh, slimy. And then you hit your head on the door when but, you open the bathroom. But, door. Oh, that's yeah, his move. Yeah. Yeah, well, well you know us though. The worst thing that that's we can that move. we can ever have is something on you. It is. Yeah. You know. Oh, yeah. So so I can see her looking at me. And I was going to the bathroom. I start holding my stomach and bumping double over. <laughs> <laughs> and then I looked up. I looked up. Started laughing. So I'm just making sure he goes. You are evil. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't know if I'm going to make it. Gift cards, please. <laughs> Gift cards. Gift cards. I'm really sick. I'll come back and try again for free. Uh, <laughs> I'm getting these for Speedy. <laughs> Top of the hour. We'll that back. Wanda? Willie Wanda? I guess it was. She ain't never been nowhere. <laughs> Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Radio's Dream Team, Rick Burgess, Bill Bubba Bussy, Calvin Speedy Wilburn, The Real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, and Eddie Van Adler. Six minutes past the hour, the Rick and Bubba Show, Speedy, The Real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, all here today. Rick and Bubba Charity Charge again today with participating Buffalo Wild Wings locations. Uh, this mainly affects those of you in the Birmingham metro area, uh, but get out and get involved. 10% of all food sales uh, at the participating Buffalo Wild Wings, Alabaster, Birmingham, Gardendale, Tuscaloosa, Hoover, downtown Birmingham, Trustful, and Pell City. Uh, all of those, uh, you just go out and simply enjoy uh, the uh, delicious food at Buffalo Wild Wings. 10% of those food sales. Uh, we'll go today benefiting Driving Hope Ministries. So go out to, and take advantage of that today. All right, so uh, looking back uh, over the weekend, we'll get to some of your phone calls coming up. We've been uh, reminiscing uh, about the weekend. So, you know, we, we had the Pursuit Men's Conference. Uh, Helmsy and I were there uh, with the, the guys. Uh, had Lee Moore from themanchurch.com, Helmsy helping with that. Uh, then we had uh, Bones, who, who, who goes and helps quite a bit. With manchurch.com. He's there on site. Rich Wingo is speaking. Brody Kroll uh, is speaking. Oscar, our buddy, Bubba, uh, better known in, uh, in Missouri as Perez. Uh, that's, a, that's another story. Uh, but, uh, but, but, that's bizarre. That is bizarre. But anyway, uh, he's in the mix. So you've got, uh, you've got Bones and, and Oscar up front. Uh, you've got Wingo. You've got uh, me, Helms, and Lee Moore in the back. And then Brody Kroll, once again, uh, could not get off the fact that he never gets to fly. Uh, so, um, but he uh, come up again. It, Rick. It, oh, oh yeah, did it ever? He told the whole story about me leaving him, going to South Carolina. He told the whole thing, and then he basically been left again. 
Uh, but um, but I, I mean, it's we didn't have any room. I mean, it's we're out. We ain't, ain't no more seats left. I don't, I don't unless you want to sit sit back there where Bubba had to go on the way to yeah. see the president. Yeah, yeah. somebody also, might need that. Also known as Adler seat. Yeah, <laughs> yes, remember yeah. that? We stuck him right. Yeah, and you got that one right there in the door. I guess we could have put him there. But mm-hmm. uh, but anyway, so uh, so we the the thing the thing that, that you know communication is just so so important. You know, it's just so so important. So and we we do different things different ways, but this one operates kind of like your old school men's conference where you come in on Friday night uh, and you have a, you know have a couple of sessions praise and worship, then you come in on Saturday morning and then you have you know a couple of sessions and praise and worship and then you're out. So uh, so it was uh, it was Brody Kroll and I speaking on Friday night, Rich Wingo and me on Saturday morning. Now I will say that Jake Adler. Did a tremendous job. That's that's uh, Eddie Van Adler's brother, and Eddie Van Adler was on drums. He mm-hmm. he is is definitely continuing the legacy yeah. of, of of outstanding worship leaders uh, that his dad has laid out. I mean, he did a it was unbelievable. There's trem- on the fiddle. Yeah, he did a tremendous job. Brad Ryan, who, who, Brad who, Ryan. who from Three on the String. <laughs> That did the. How about uh, Brad? Brad did. It. Well, you know, Jake Adler was basically said, "Go out and put together the uh, a praise and worship super team, group. And, a super too. group." And he did. He went out and hired Brad I Ryan. Him. I uh, like that. Had Riggs Taylor, who's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, and then I didn't know Josiah and uh, was it Philip? Uh, was the yeah, yeah Philip? I didn't know them as well, but they were fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. And then our, our very own Eddie Van Adler, of course, on the drums, and they really, really, really did a good job. It was it was top notch. That's so, awesome. did Brad try to get him to do three legged man? No, he did not. He did not. The thing that owns me about him and his brother Barry Ryan, because on the Rick and Bubba theme song, Brad Ryan's wife does Rick and Bubba in the house. Which, by the way, the fact that he's never brought her to watch the show and she's asked for twenty yeah, seven years that to come. Uh, and then, of course, he he gigs. He's he's been on in, in three on the string for what thirty something years. thirty something years. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then his brother Barry, who's not in Three Hundred String, does the Rickin, but the low the low yeah, bass Rick notes. Okay, and you remember at Gridiron last year, you know the famous line from Barry, Barry Ryan, spattering of applause. <laughs> so anyway, so so anyway, so of course I get up there and I introduce the, the praise and worship team, and I say, and here's Brad Ryan, who by the way, this is the guy that. All the years of the Rick and Bubba song, you sing your head, you kids sing. This is the guy that wrote it like that, and you know and there was an applause for him. Of course, I heard Brad go spattering of applause. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's their that's their uh, spattering. Of uh, sp- no, it's spattering, spattering. Of <laughs> but anyway, so, so and I so I'm I am um I you know I you know I listen I try to listen but there, but there's a lot going on so. So out in the lobby, you know, you have the manchurch.com, all the resources. We also have, you know, if churches want to come talk to us about it, implementing the whole strategy and the curriculums and all that, we, we got whatever you need. Then we had a, a group there, uh, Real Life Ministries. They put, you know, put together mission trips for groups of men and help you with all the things about plane tickets and where you're going to go, what kind of impact you're going to have, help you organize that. Then we had, uh, was it Kids Outdoor kids, Zone? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were there for you to go and invest in, you know, uh, Boys that don't have fathers and this kind, so all that stuff's out there. So I'm out there, and I just I want to thank the folks at Ridgecrest Baptist Church because uh, of pandemic uh, restrictions on size, we had to limit it to 400 people. So uh, the Civic Center that wasn't going to work with all the overhead involved in that. So Ridgecrest uh, said we will host it here. They did a great job of hosting, uh, thanks to the pastor Ray Jones. Uh, and in a moment, uh, uh, I am still friends. 
because he's a really nice, forgiving guy. Uh, that is Executive Pastor Chuck Locke, who I, I gave a big handle. Uh, so real anyway, big. the real big uh, handle. Yeah. So so anyway, I knew when you said it, Rick, it wasn't right. Okay. <laughs> Would appreciate it. Hey, Rick, that's not right. You could have just screamed oh, it, but you passionately wrong. Hey, hey, I thought something had changed. I right. thought, well, they're so fired up, they're moving in a different direction. I, I would like to present my side of the story. Okay. Okay. Oh, wow. So I'm I'm out. We get there. And what do you do when you get there, bub? You get on the ground yeah. and you start going, all right, let's, let's tell me where, where everything is. Uh-huh. Where, where do the speakers need to go? What, we sound checking in here. Where's the mic guy? What kind of mics everybody want? I, hey, I do headset. I'd rather have a handheld. Hey, I'll, I'll do lapel, da, 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 whatever. You know, yeah. Let's get all this. Or Where do they need to be to get mic'd up? You know, it's you, you want it to run mm-hmm. smooth. Yeah. And, hey, has everybody got a copy of, uh, of course, you know, in men's ministry, emailing a copy of the of the layout of it, mm-hmm. you, it's, you might as well just it's a, what, total waste of time. No one ever knows what they're supposed to do. Well, you, you, you just wait till you get there and tell everybody half of this on your up. Yeah. Okay. Would have liked for us to be more organized than that, but I mean, it's men's ministry. <laughs> oh, okay. So, anyway, so – I'm out there, and this was said to me. It was said. Now, keep in mind, now, I didn't hear this, so I will say that we've gone to to. Hey, we got we we can do all kinds of things. To we're mainly concerned about the messages and the music. Everything else is cut to the bone because you know we you only have 400 people there, so that that doesn't really generate a lot of revenue for a lot of bells and whistles. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, so I'm I'm there. <laughs> And Chuck, I think, or somebody on the staff of the church, is showing me where everything's going to be. And he goes over to his left, and he said, and over here is where we do breakfast. Mm-hmm. Now, unfortunately, I thought he meant for this conference. Oh, so you were an, oh, I, I, I no. didn't. I didn't know he meant this is what the <laughs> church does. Oh, Looking no. back, I guess that's what he meant. Yeah. This but, is just where it is when oh, we do no. really don't know why. Would it oh, wait. That, just though. wait. Bubba. You know what? That's probably right. right. <laughs> Looking back, so right. so I'm I'm doing double duty. Yeah, I'm yeah. I'm emceeing and I'm speaking, so I'm doing double duty. Okay, so uh, we wrap up Friday night. Went great. Brody Kroll did a fantastic oh. job. The praise and worship was fantastic. Uh, everything was good. Had men make decisions Friday night. Yeah. We hey hey Rick, it's rolling, baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey guys, uh, since you know Ferrar ended up he couldn't come because of the icing in uh, Texas, so. Good news. We're gonna we're gonna push back and y'all can sleep a little later. We're not gonna start till nine in the morning. We'll have breakfast out no. here for you. Uh, four hundred men. Four hundred. Four hundred. That's we'll have, a lot of miles. We'll here. have breakfast for you right out here. Did the guy come sprinting from the back? <clears throat> not no. till not till I was. You know, I'm, I'm thinking. Was you know, anybody waving? I didn't get a wave yeah. off. I didn't get any. Well, first, there was probably that confusion about why is he saying that? Yeah. yeah. What's he done? Has he what done? I got to tell you, it got quite. Hey, it got Rick bringing breakfast. Hey, it got quite the response from the men. It did. I bet they were fired up. Yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, have y'all ever tried to find breakfast for 400 men at 10 p.m. for nine o'clock in the morning? Freak Burgess, kind of tough. That'd <laughs> I'd be like, tough. I'd like to apologize. I mean, to even not, if you just get biscuits, I'd That's like tough. to apologize yeah. to the entire staff. Lot. I'd like to apologize it's, to the entire staff at Ridgecrest. I'd like to apologize for the years of life that Heath Fountain, the promoter, lost. <laughs> right. I would like to. I would like to, though, to be patted on the back for not one but two locations of Bojangles. Okay. Uh, who yes. had to each produce 200 biscuits apiece. Mm. Okay. Yeah. That's a good day for them. Go, Bo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I, it was so Bo funny. time. How about he described so the call? So there was no you just coming back going, by the way, we're not here. Greg, Greg, no. Greg, Greg, <laughs> Greg, the call they said they went to the manager 
and said, hey, I need to ask y'all, can y'all pull something off? Yeah, baby, we can pull something off. What do you need? <laughs> 400 biscuits. Hi, the mighty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me call the other location right quick. <laughs> wait, wait, we got to get a plan. <laughs> I, I would have. He said, over here's where we'll do breakfast. So nobody could have stood Rick, up I will said, say, hey, whoa, 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 whoa. When I'm showing you around, that's really not necessary for me to mention where we do breakfast. Greg, thank you. I'll give you that. He's just giving you the He's tour. giving you the tour. Yeah. I thought that's where we're going to do breakfast for the conference. Somebody tackle Rick. <laughs> By the way, we had breakfast. We did. <laughs> we'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. the hour. Here we go. Uh, lines are available. We'll get into more stories from the weekend. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. 30 seconds a pop, the largest number of people uh, in the shortest amount of time. You can really talk about whatever you want to. Uh, you can uh, make a comment, ask a question, bring information to the table. Harry Murdahl is settled in and ready to take your phone call right now. And then because we're doing a phone troll, even uh, we're 10 lines strong here, but even if those 10 fill up, we'll start rolling through them pretty quick and we'll start hitting you with a little rapid fire. Uh, and uh, and then Helmsy or Bubba could call a timeout if we want to expand on your call, but they're only allowed one apiece. So you can start calling right now to talk about whatever you want to at 866-WE-BE-BIG. And while you are doing that, again, I do want to apologize to Ridgecrest Baptist Church for uh, uh, announcing uh, breakfast for 400 men. Uh, but I, to the what a fo- great fellowship. Yeah, but to the two locations of Bojangles, you're welcome. Uh, so And uh, remind you uh, that themanchurch.com, we are back out on the road again this week. Uh, coming up uh, this Friday night, um, uh, I'll be speaking uh, at the Men of Valor event at Fairview Baptist Church in Columbus, Mississippi, the home of 96.1 Thurlow and the gang. Uh, we'll be there on Friday night and then the next night in Montgomery, home of I-92 WLWI. Uh, I'll be there at uh, Eastern Hills Baptist Church. will be sponsoring this event, but it will actually be held at the Renaissance Hotel and Convention Center in downtown Montgomery. Uh, and then uh, we'll have our man church resources there again. And these, these churches are also implementing the part of the discipleship strategy and the curriculum and all that. So make a note of that. Uh, and also for those of you that are at First Baptist in Columbus, Mississippi, Sunday night, Andy Blanks from the manchurch.com team is coming over for their second man church as they roll through the discipleship strategy as well. So, uh, and you can find all that information at rickandbubba.com under events. Let's go to Dylan uh, out of uh, Huntsville, Alabama, listening to us on 100.3 The River. Trolling, trolling, trolling. Keep them phones a trolling. Here we come, phone trolling, phone trolling. Dylan, go right ahead. Welcome. Biggins, how we doing today? Fired up and ready. Well, I thought I was fired up and ready till I got on social media this morning and we got something else we got to worry about, boys. Apparently, we got the hashtag going around: "Stop Asian Hate." Stop Asian Hate. Is there is there a big problem with Asian Hate? Uh, Apparently, so big enough for a hashtag. I, I've never never heard that yeah. before. You know, I'm just I don't want there to be hate of any kind if it yeah. can be avoided. I, I'm out of the loop. Why yeah. is everybody on the Asian Hate wagon? Yeah. What's that about? Maybe, you know, uh, maybe. Uh, how about this hashtag? Maybe start hating sin. Uh, that would be a good one. Uh, let's go to Tom. Is it Tommy? I think out of hey. South Carolina or Tony. Uh, go ahead. Welcome. Hey, Rick and Bubba. Tony and Tony from South Carolina. Hey, Tony buddy. and hey, Tony. He was at the event this weekend. Yeah, I saw Tony in the hall over at the hotel. Yeah. Hey, Helm, I owe you an apology. I didn't get explained that uh, that uh, 
thing I told you about you dying over the weekend, so I, I, I'll send you an yeah. email. But thanks, okay. Rick and Bubba, um, for everything y'all have done. Um, our guys have grown through this, and one of them spoke last night at church, and they're just growing through Gridiron and through the Man Church Douglas and through um, Pursuit. These guys have grown through that, and we can't thank you guys enough for everything you're doing for the gospel. Um, one thing I will tell you is I've never seen drums played on I Surrender All the way Adler did. Let me tell you um, something. But, you just got a timeout from Hams because when you went there, our 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 friend Eddie Van Adler, and, and I even had a guy come up to me one time, and he says, during this, Tony, and he said, you know, I pictured Adley, Adler to be a little more silly and all this. He's really – He's much more serious than I thought he would be. And I said, and I said to him, I didn't, I wasn't trying to be mean. I said, well, I don't know if you're hearing the songs he's actually playing the drums to. You're watching him play for the Lord. Picture the little drummer boy. I did my best for him. He's actually in a worship mode. Let me tell you something. He brought the thunder. He did. He brought the thunder. Yeah, that's what I was. That's what I was going to say. I I looked at him and he was in full worship mode. And hey, those Adlers, very talented guys. Yeah, they are. So just a quick second. Quick second so everybody else can get in. Um, so on the way there, um, there was a big guy that came across, Rick, right before you uh, spoke, James. He was at the hotel. You've seen him in the hallway that yeah, night that we were there. You, you couldn't help but see him. Big, yep. big, big man, wearing a shirt uh, Saturday, said, deny yourself. So we, we kidded him about that a little bit. But I, went up, <laughs> I went up to Helmsy and I said, Helms, um, um, this big guy, James, He uh, on the way there he told me that um, one of his friends died a horrific death. He died, and he had been in his house for like three days. The dogs started eating him, and he said his name was Michael Helms. And I was like, you got to be kidding me. So, Helms, wow. I'm sorry I scared you like that. Wow, Tony. But, man, we we really appreciate you guys. <laughs> Awful way to go, Tony. Thank you, and we'll see you guys at the next one. Thank you, brother. Thank you very much. Well, that did not sound like a happy story. Uh, <laughs> let's go to Earl out of the great state of Alabama. Earl, 30 seconds. Go ahead. Earl. Hey, fellas, what's up? What's up I know this might be a little after the scene here, but uh, do you think the Democrats put this whole wear a mask, stay six foot away in place just to keep people away from Biden during the election so he could sniff them and grab them? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no, probably not. No, but... it, it was a mask ordinance. It wasn't a leash law. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that might have just been one of those unexpected blessings. Yeah. Jonathan in the great state of Florida. Jonathan, go ahead. 30 seconds. Hey. Hey, I just want to say we we enjoyed the pursuit um, men's conference this weekend. It was top notch, and you know I, I just wanted to tell the audience you guys are the real deal, and we just appreciate what y'all did for the Lord. Hey, thank you, brother. I'm glad you were there, and uh, you you couldn't go through all that the teaching that was there, the praise and the worship without being impacted. Mm. Uh, what what is it uh, your dad says? And I said that I said, hey, that'll fire you up your woods with. That's it. <laughs> Pam in Florida. We're staying in Florida. Pam, go ahead. Thirty seconds. Hey, so I'm a victim of the uh, Facebook fascism censorship this morning. Yesterday, we had a uh, program for the community to talk to parents about raising awareness for teen suicide. And Facebook deleted that video, so I guess they don't like us talking about keeping our kids healthy. Hmm. Well, that seems odd. I, I now, what what was the reason? Did they say? Yeah. What what were you? What was no, the foundation no, of it no. all? They they have not given any reason. They just deleted the video, so it's gone. Well, I, I so, think you're you're seeing the, the big tech is getting more and more uh, empowered to go out and uh, silence people because they haven't been pulled back. 
They, Congress hasn't done anything to them. They feel like uh, it kind of started, I think, with the Hunter Biden uh, thing where they killed the laptop story. And then, you know, they took Trump off and, and nobody can do anything about it. So it's, uh, you know, it, it, it's going to I think they've overplayed their hand on it. And eventually they're going to be pulled in. But uh, right now, the Democrats in charge have no stomach to do it because they're on their side. Right. Yeah, why would you? I mean, it's almost like you go, yeah, you're right, somebody needs to do something. But then you realize, hey, this is kind of in our favor right now. We'll come back, 866-WE-BE-BIG. More stories from the weekend, more of your phone calls coming up. Other stories we'll unpack as we roll through the show today. Will of Meat is, uh, you know, we hit reset on it. Uh, it's a new week, so it's uh, uh, available and could happen at any time on the program. Today, tomorrow, Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday. Uh, we'll be back. More Rick and Bubba. It's bottom of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. We're back 35 minutes past the hour. HelloFresh.com teaming up with the Rick and Bubba show. Uh, And uh, let me tell you something. Here's what we provide through HelloFresh.com. You will receive, um, you know, however many meals you want to, and you pick from the menus that you want, and then they come straight to your door. They're in individual bags. Inside this bag is the recipe, and these recipe cards are easy to follow. And every ingredient, ingredient you need to prepare that meal, and we're talking getting them on the table in, uh, you know, 10 to 20-minute uh, time frame. Uh, they're, they're low prep recipes. They've got quick breakfasts and lunches in there as well. Uh, the simple steps, pictures that help you get the meals on the table in less than 30 minutes. You skip the store. That saves you up to 40% on groceries. Uh, and these are delicious recipes. And right now, if you want to start using this service, and why not? We'll get you 10 free meals plus free shipping at HelloFresh.com if you'll just simply use the promo code Bubba. Uh, There's also a link at RickandBubba.com under the sponsors button. All right, so uh, we'll get to more stories from the weekend, but uh, some other things that happened around the world. This, uh, You know, we did our Rick and Bubba University with Dr. Michael Sag, uh, Director of Infectious Disease, and I forget the long title, but (laughs) the bottom line is he's been working with viruses and – back since the HIV AIDS epidemic and all that. And, uh, and he, he did a good job of kind of letting us know where we are uh, involving the pandemic. And it really uh, had, a, had some good news in there. Yeah, I, I think it's real good news. And mm-hmm. uh, you, you had uh, two other well-known doctors that work with uh, these type diseases, one from Johns Hopkins. Uh, That's the one I, I saw. I thought Saturday and then Sunday, uh, another doctor at uh, UAB, as a matter of fact, said, look, pandemic could be over this summer. The Johns Hopkins guy said in April. Yeah, because, again, it goes back to the herd immunity along with the vaccine, which is helping herd immunity. We're getting there maybe even quicker than we thought because people have the antibodies longer than we thought, which is good. Of course, we had doctors telling us that early on. We're seeing T cells, and we think this means uh, your your antibodies may go as long as a year. Mm-hmm. And Rick, I told you we hadn't really talked about it on the air. Maybe we mentioned it in passing. There was one doctor that was looking at the numbers and said, "Hey, this is falling too quick. The vaccines are not causing this. Uh, they're important. Now they're worried that people will not go and get the vaccine if it falls off too quick. But we still need to, so it doesn't come back." But 
he said that with the vaccines that are out there and that something is wrong. And I told you, he said, and you were asking me or we had a discussion, is this political? And I said, well, he doesn't think it is, but he just knows that based on the numbers he's seeing how it's falling, it's falling too fast. It shouldn't go away this quick. And I think since we've heard these two doctors and then heard Dr. Sag over the weekend, uh, it may be that more people had it and developed antibodies to it than thought had it or had such a mild case. They may have had no symptoms and yet developed antibodies to it. So that's kind of the missing piece of the, you know, we got a number in the equation. We can't, we can't figure out why it's, it's coming out like it is. That may be the missing part of it. Well, I know myself, and, I, and yours was similar, Bubba, if I had not had somebody in the family test positive and tell me to get tested, yeah. I would have never known I had it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, 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 had, I, I would have thought I've got a cold that I always have around this time of year. I would have taken Dayquil. And I would have kept coming to work and never known I had it. Right. Well, even when I was going, the day, I had, my worst day was the day before I went to get tested because fever had gone away. I was fine. And I told Betty, I said, I really think this is just sinus, the usual stuff. And then I was really kind of shocked when it tested positive. I was too. Now, I, now after I tested positive, I did lose my smell and taste after yeah, that. Yeah, I did too. But, did but too, up yeah. to the positive test, I didn't feel bad enough to think I had it. Uh, so anyway. Apparently, my smell and taste have made a roaring comeback. <laughs> yeah, but, but now there's the whole thing of people who think the vaccine is evil and people who think there's nothing to it. And I'm going to tell you this. The people who think it's the end of time are probably too far. And then people who think, well, there's no, oh, there's nothing to worry about, nothing at all. Mm-hmm. They're mm-hmm. probably wrong as well. It's, it's somewhere What about a nice, cautious approach yeah, to it? Right. And every day we've had more people that have had it. So right. you look at the whole body of work and you go, you know, I'm yep. I'm not seeing a big problem. With well, it. we know this. There's not very many people, praise the Lord, that have adverse reactions to the flu vaccine, but some do. Yeah. So so I think there's always going to be some people that have uh, adverse reactions to anything medically because there is no 100% we promise it won't hurt anybody. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, that just doesn't exist. Yeah. Well, but, there, there's no guarantee. Like we say, you get in your car every day. Right. Uh, but, but if it, you're playing the odds game, that's one of the most dangerous things you do. So here we have an Australian. This is the people at the Australian Open that were yeah, told. It's that, the big Grand Slam, mm-hmm. uh, the first one of the year, the Australian Open, and they've just had the men's finals. Uh, Novak Djokovic has won, and, and they're about to present the award, and some of the fans are not happy. Now, remember at the beginning of the, of the Australian Open, they were packed in there. Yeah. No mm-hmm. mask, anything. Halfway through it, the government shut it down and, and made them go to social distancing. They were not happy about that move, and you see it reflected in this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's been a time of heartfelt uh, challenge. It's been a time of deep loss and extraordinary sacrifice for everyone. And with vaccinations on the way, rolling out in many countries around the world, it's now a time for optimism and hope for the future. Well, they don't like to talk mm. about the vaccine. They also don't like the Victorian government. Just wait. It's been a th- many other people to thank that enabled this great night to take place in the last couple of weeks. The top of that list is the Victorian government. Without you, we could not have done this. There's Don't miss the whistler. They can whistle. <laughs> I hear Greg out there. <laughs> and, a, and a huge yeah, yeah. thank you. Look at that guy. And a 
And a huge thank you to the thousands of people. <laughs> She's disgusted, watch. When you're finished. There's any so other people. Good. When you're finished. So the Victorian government are there. They're the ones that did the five five day lockdown. You know, so everybody's mad at them oh, yeah. because they went into that. So you anyway, know, that's good stuff. Uh, the only thing I, <laughs> I wish I could c- whistle because like I, I I think they probably should have known that was going to be a negative mm-hmm. uh, if you brought that up. Maybe uh, is is Rod Laver? Is he is he still uh, he's still he's around? Still involved. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Maybe they should have had him do it. The thing because he's such a national hero yeah. and the the whole facility's named after him. I don't think they would boo him just out of pure respect. Right, right. There may be some grumbling, but you know the Australians. You have to appreciate their DNA, oh, yeah. and and we share a common thread with them. We're we're both cousins of the British. Yeah, and they were a penal colony, <laughs> and we were a bunch of uh, rejects that said, "Give me liberty or give me death," and set out in little boats that only a crazy person would have got in. Right. So we <laughs> we both have this DNA that we just we're rowdy. It, it, and it's 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 bred in us at yep. the very basic level. We're just a little rowdy. Well, and it, it's one of the things that even uh, respectfully uh, that uh, that I would uh, the uh, some of these Australians that are booing would have disagreed even with Dr. Sag over the weekend, where he was talking about, well, look, Australia did lockdowns. Now it might have played a role in not as much spreading of the of the virus, but their whole economy collapsed because of that. And that's what these people are booing. Yeah, uh, you know, you, you, th- when y'all shut us down, we couldn't do anything. Our economy I- is a disaster because of that. You know, there's things other than just the pandemic you have to weigh out, and one of those is is the economic impact in people's jobs. Hey, good, I don't have the virus, but now I can't pay my bills, so, uh, yeah, so I'm homeless. Right? Yeah. So I'd rather have had the virus. I'd right. have been better off. Since the survival rate's pretty yeah. good with the virus, I think I'd rather have my job and maybe, and I'll take my, and I'll spend the the virus wheel and hope it's not too bad on me. And yeah. see when you when you get into these studies and numbers, and I, and I got and I told you before, I got a a, a very heartfelt text from a, a doctor I have uh, much respect for over the weekend who had listened to Doctor Sag and took issue with several things he said. Said, "Hey, I got studies that contradict this and this and this," right. and. You know, it's. Um, it, I think it's just complicated. Uh, a lot of it is uh, with the lockdowns. I was telling you, me personally, I, I don't like the lockdowns. I'm I'm against them. I don't really think they help. And the only, but you, it's almost like you can't even with a lockdown draw a black and white line because we really didn't know what we were dealing with when this started. If right. it had been a bluebonnet plague type of thing, lockdowns would have saved us. Right. Now, knowing what we do, the lockdown was too much, and it hurt us economically. Econo- and what I want to say to some But we just didn't know. Some of the y'all that, that are in love with the lockdown, when we say we don't think lockdown's the answer, I think y'all think that means we don't do anything. Right. That it's just complete no. recklessness. No. Mm-hmm. no, there's still limiting of how many people you can have in a restaurant, how, right. where the tables are, people wearing masks, people distancing. It's not like the – what I'm saying is you can't do the full-blown take a switch and shut it all off because of the economic impact. Uh, and there's a lot of people, even with the people who didn't shut down but but limited what businesses could and couldn't do, some of them couldn't even survive that. Right. And, you know. and then you get into the argument about the numbers. Dr. Sag was pointing out that you have to look at the big picture where we've been looking at California versus Florida. So, you know, then you got the stats guys in it, you know, arguing. So. I'm just ready to be done with it. Let's, let's <laughs> oh, get... buddy, I'll take a shot to be done with it, wouldn't let's, you? Let's just get to the end. <laughs> we'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. 
the gravy, please. Nine minutes to the top of the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. As we make our way back, thank you for being with us today. Hope you had a great weekend. We've unpacked some things from the weekend. We'll do some more of that later in the show. All right, so what's going on with this fire? And the and we learned the term in the kickoff hour, heavy mayday, and all that. So give me the background on this before we listen to it. Rick, we had a, uh, a plane leave Denver on Saturday headed for Hawaii, and they had just taken off, and it looks like the engine blew up. Mm. And it's on fire. It threw pieces down on some people's houses. And we have the uh, the mayday call from the captain as he discovers he has a problem and needs to emergency mm. yeah. land. And it also comes with a little bit of infra- uh, like passenger audio, too, of what they saw. <clears throat> Mayday, Mayday, United 328 Heavy, Mayday, Mayday Aircraft. Yeah, United Denver, departure, United 328 Heavy, Mayday Aircraft. Uh, just experienced a engine failure, need to turn immediately. There's a big boom, the kind of sound you don't want to hear when you're on an airplane. And I instantly put my shade up, and I was pretty frightened to see that the engine on my side was missing. Look my wife and I were sitting inside the house. We heard this big bang, and then all of a sudden there was a bang and a crash. This object just rolls right in front of our house, right, right out the front window, what? trying to figure out what it is and as soon as i open the door i go "Uh oh it's an engine part and when they say in front of the house the the pictures of part of the plane sitting at the front door is unbelievable oh i know it's the whole front of the engine gracious you forget how big those engines are on on the heavy on the heavy mayday huge what about when you you pull up that little thing on your window and look out and go oh gosh our, our, Mm -hmm. our engine's out right and, and but these pilots stay stay so calm. Uh, I'd be like, oh my god, you know. I mean, I know they're trained for that, but good night. Now, now of course, fire outside. Heavy made. <laughs> yeah. Of course, the FAA has grounded planes that have the Pratt and Whitney PW four thousand engine. Uh, they're asking for a full inspection on those as they try to figure out what happened and to keep those Look at uh, that safe. shot right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's right out somebody's window. That is not what you want to see. That is it, not. That what is you want a to thumbs see. down right there. It appears, according to the National Transportation Safety Board, <laughs> that two of the engine's fan blades were fractured, uh, and the remaining fan blades exhibited uh, damage. They said too early to draw any conclusions, but they are investigating, and I hope so. So mm. there, there is a design problem. That just, yeah. So we got it on the ground safely. Yeah, we did. Uh, yeah, yeah no, nobody hurt or anything. That's scary, though, seeing it still on fire out the window. Yeah. I understand, though, is on the way out, every, everybody was handed a new pair of drawers. I bet. I bet. <laughs> <laughs> After I went down the you. slide to get away. <laughs> Let me tell you Mom, something. Mom, open the window. I want to see it. Open the slide. Wow. Well, oh, my. Hey, what was that noise? Look outside. Oh, my gosh. Because, you know, you, you, usually you look outside uh, and you realize you've overreacted. But in this case, no, you, you look I outside. see that. Rick. Oh, yeah. my goodness. <laughs> You get to catching up on your praying right quick. There's all kind of footage out there of people who saw it coming back in to land that oh, videoed it. My goodness. Uh, Heavy Mayday. Yeah. Heavy Mayday. <laughs> Heavy. Well, here's what you're thinking, too. That particular uh, plane has two engines, it looks like. Right. So you got one. They. It's amazing they can land with one, right. really. But you think, what if what if that happens to the other one? Mm-hmm. No, Bubba, here's what I think. Because both of those engines have been there on there about the same time. Well, my mm. first thing, that first thing I think is, well, there's two for a reason. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, I know it's a backup, but doesn't this thing fly better with two? Yeah, yeah. I'd rather mm. be on one with four. 
Yeah. Yeah. See, I'd never heard that used in aviation. The only time I'd ever heard the term heavy mayday was when Bubba and I walked in an all-you-can-eat buffet. (laughs) Right. Right. We used to hear that quite a bit. (laughs) Heavy mayday. Just telling the kitchen that, right? (laughs) Ricky Bubba just walked in, heavy mayday! (laughs) (laughs) Gotta be here for a while. Heavy, heavy mayday! (laughs) <laughs> Y'all are the only two that, that they've had. They actually asked you to leave an all-you-can-eat What was buffet? the name of that place? Do I don't, I don't like remember. Like Golden China or something? Some triangle or something. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what it was. You know, you know, to, me, to me, Chinese restaurants, they all have – there's only about ten names, and they just rotate right, them around. Right. Yeah. Or, or various pieces, they move mm-hmm. them around. The one I'd always kind of question is I don't want to go you, – you walk into any restaurant, I like seeing the term luck. In the right, title. China Luck. China Luck. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What, I don't. What am I? Am I gambling here? Heavy Mayday. To Dylan in Minnesota. Hey, uh, Dylan. Hey. Welcome hey. to Rick and Bubba. Dylan. Hey guys, Green Acres. Uh, thanks hey. for the call, you Dylan. Too, man. Uh, uh, Go ahead. All right. So the term "heavy" is actually an ATC transmission that they distinguish between aircraft and what it is. It's a heavy is an aircraft that has an assigned max takeoff weight of over 300,000 pounds. Mm. Mm. So when you so hear that, that, that means it, it, it basically for lay, lay people means it was a big one. Yeah, we had big big boy with an engine out. That's what that means, doesn't it? Exactly, or, or biggin' as we can call it. Biggin', yeah, biggin', biggin with an engine biggin out. Biggin' in our world. And in the buffet, it means yeah. two biggins walking in, get more food. <laughs> yeah. Heavy yeah, made actually, in, fact, in fact, there's uh, two aircraft that they uh, distinguished, uh, two of the largest aircraft in the world, that they categorize as a super. Ooh. Hmm. Mm. Well, you don't want that. Look, I, I, I commend the pilot for just being able to think heavy mayday. Well, that's why they're— I might have been just screaming mayday uncontrollably. I probably would have just been screaming, uh, engine on fire. <laughs> We're <laughs> on fire. <laughs> Clear a runway. Hey, hey, hey. Loud boom. Fire. Coming in. And you know, Denver, Denver's <laughs> a pretty. Turning right. Turning <laughs> Denver's a, a pretty big airport. So they. I'm telling you. You know, there's a lot of flights that they probably had to put in a holding pattern to, to give them clearance to land. And then right. all of those people are being told, hey, we're going to be delayed. We're going to mm-hmm. have to circle due to an emergency, and then they start thinking, hey, is it us? Mm. Are they, hey, are they circling, burning off fuel because mm. we don't have any landing gear mm. and the pilot's dead? Mm. What happened? Boom. Was that the pilot on there? Well, as we, or was that the co-pilot? As, as we have taught our audience for 27 years, look to the pros. You know, if you see normal people freaking out, no big deal. But when yeah. you see the people like that, that that are always telling you it's no big deal and it looks like a big deal to them, that's problematic. Yeah. Yeah, the flight attendant that's got the 15-year-old pin on when she's scurrying around, look yeah. out. You don't want to see Look that. to the guy. Like yeah. when you and I were in the boat and they started handing us buckets and they yeah. all looked real scared. Yeah, the locals were going, <laughs> bail, bail. He was grabbing the, the, the two-way screaming things into it. That was yeah. not a good feeling. If you're having to ask the guy, should I, I be concerned? the weather get that bad that quick. <laughs> I, I don't speak Spanish, but it, it sounds bad. He's screaming into that too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah and, I was, and they hand me the buckets. Uh, I, I didn't want to be handed that bucket. No. So I'm bailing water. This can't be good. <laughs> bad. They, yeah. But we got, well, we sort of got, the boat never got in, did it? Then we all just start well, jumping in. I swam to shore. I don't know if yeah. the boat made it or not. I think that's when Sherry jumped. Sw- swam over you, Rick, to get back. Yeah, that's when I realized I hadn't been married to her that long. She wasn't that attached to me yet. Listen, we went out. It Newly was a, married. It was a bright, sunny. No con- real attachment yet. <laughs> it was a bright. 
It was a bright, sunny, clear day, and we come back to six-foot waves yeah. and people mm. swimming for their lives. Yeah. Mm. You know, my biggest fear, I thought, mm-hmm. if I get in the water, I can make it. But I, no. I don't want to be hit in the head by this boat capsize. No. Because if it knocks me out, I can't swim. Well, and, and again, yeah, right. again and, and you tighten that life jacket up, make sure it's real good, it'll yeah. hold you. And again, heavy mayday, I tried to leap off the bait when we peaked on the highest wave. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> 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 Sharon knows you didn't help me a lot there. Oh, maybe, maybe we all just trying to get to the shore. <laughs> uh, top of the hour. What's that about? Eight six six. We be big. I got to do a new drop about Rick and Bubba and Heavy Mayday. <laughs> top of the hour. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. You're listening to the Rick and Bubba Show. Mean, mean stride. Today's Tom Sawyer. Mean, mean pride. Six minutes past the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show from the Broadcast Plaza. A teleport. A brand new hour starting now. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, Team Rick and Bubba all here for a brand new hour. Welcome back for a brand new hour, Bill Bubba Bus. Rick, glad to be here, honored and privileged, and thank you for sharing a little part of your day with us. Couple of updates: Deion Sanders, a pro, pro football Hall of Famer, now the head coach at Jackson State, uh, made his coaching debut on Sunday, uh, which is this is that you know remember some, some of the conferences decided they would play football. Well, they said in the spring, this is clearly the winter, but uh, they played uh, this past weekend, and uh, they won 53 to nothing Wow! over the NIA, uh, NAIA Little program. Sisters okay. of the Poor. Uh, <laughs> Edward, Edward Waters, which I've never <laughs> – Hey, a lot, of people, a lot of people are looking how for Edward Waters' yeah. season this year. Right? Well, you know, Dion said he's going to get these guys playing, and he says, and we have now his audio from the press conference, he says because of some things going on off the field, he said uh, we actually he, – he has mixed emotions, and here he is. God bless you. Appreciate you and everything. I'm pissed off right now <laughs> because I have mixed emotions. We won. Kids played really well. But while the game was going on, somebody came in and stole every darn thing I had in my locker room. In the coach's office. Oh my God. Yeah. Credit cards, wallet, watches. Thank God I had on my necklaces. Right. <laughs> How? So when I talk about equality and raising the standards, and that goes for everyone, man. Not just the people on the field, not just the coaches, not just the teachers, not just the faculty, but that's everybody. Security in everybody. So how do you think it feels coming back after just teary-eyed because the guys have presented me with the game ball, one of the best moments I've ever had in my professional sports career emotionally. And then you go into your locker room, your coach's office to digress, and you notice and you don't even have a phone to call your mama, to call your girl, to call your, your kids. Because it's been stolen. You don't even have the the scully hats that you wore here. We're gonna find out who did it. 
<laughs> now, don't forget his Ford yeah. F three fifty got broken. I started when he to first say it, it feels like every week we have a Dion Sanders. Hey, I had something stolen story. Yeah, this Deion's is glad he, to be in Jackson. It's just you know, put he, your stuff up. I guess he had a boombox stolen out of his vehicle, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, one and that he really this, loved. Now this story gets more complicated. Yeah, it does because it does. there were some of the people at the university came out and said there was a miscommunication and what happened with Dion Sanders. So when he came in for the presser, he thought his stuff had been stolen, but it actually had just been secured by a member of the JSU staff. Oh, wow. Blah, blah, blah. And then Dion put out a tweet and said, whoever is putting out the lie that my belongings wasn't stolen is lying. So they're trying to say someone had moved them to maybe make them more secure and he didn't know it? He said, my belongings were taken out of a zipped bag in my office and more items were taken as well from my office. We have retrieved them since this is being reported. My staff member witnessed the crime. Correct. So it seems like there's some, uh, you know, obviously he was mad there. And probably some people at the university thought, well, this is a bad reflection on us and tried to water it down. And Dion's saying, well, heck no, you're lying about yeah, it. Yeah, and he's got another one here. He said, no, it was stolen, but they got it back. It was stolen out of my personal bag in my office. And my assistant, as you said, Bubba, caught the gentleman in the process of stealing it, but she was alone. No miscommunication, my man, at all. Meaning, yeah, somebody caught him doing it, but she was by herself, so she didn't want to. She wanted to get help before she decided mm, to, right. to to call the person out on it. But somebody stole it; they were just able to get it back. Mm. So I'm with you, Bubba and Greg. I mean, does it seem like we're we're hearing that Dion this this Jackson yeah. State has been a, been a difficulty for him as far as uh, it's, it seems to be crime ridden on the field? Seems to be really good. Yeah, it is. You know, he's got the guys motivated, and that was a big emotional win. And yeah. Then this, you can tell this kind of made him. Yeah, it kind of made him. You know, that's his point. He's going, look, we're trying to do good things here, and we, we have this great moment. And now I've walked in, somebody took my stuff. Right. That's that is this funny. is what he gets for stealing that guy's pizza in the subway commercial. That's it. <laughs> that's funny. That's exactly what I spent mean, That's funny. Ricky also announced that they'll be serving breakfast the next morning. For <laughs> Thanks, <that>. Greg. <laughs> Thank you, buddy. I can see this is where, that's how my week's going to go. In, come find out he was wrong about that. Yeah. But I, had, I think I didn't. Hear. By the way, I ended up under the bus over this weekend, much more than I usually am. <laughs> I, I, I was the butt of most all the jokes this week, uh, but that does me some good. Uh, all right, so now. We've been talking about, you know, this generation of disrespectful young people that some don't seem to have respect for authority or their elders. Cam Newton, we, we've got Dion, he's mad. Cam also got disrespected at his own football camp by some punk <laughs> that starts trash-talking Cam Newton. I know, what in the world? And, and we have this as well. At Cam's own quarterback camp or you know, some kind of Somebody's football camp. camp. Some kind you of football camp. You're a free agent. You're a free agent. You're about to be pulled. You're about to be pulled. You're about to be pulled. You're a free agent. You're a free agent. Where's your daddy at? Let me talk to your dad. Let me talk to your dad. What's your daddy? You're a free agent. Where's your dad? You're a free agent. Where's your daddy? Where's your pop? Where's your pop? Where's your daddy? So this guy wow. is, is trash talking Cam yeah. Newton. And Cam was laughing it off, but you could—I mean, that's that's really mm-hmm. disrespectful. Come on. So what if you're a free agent? That ain't gonna make you that, poor. That, Usually, that, make that you... means you're in between jobs. Usually in the NFL, and I don't know if Cam will be back or not. If he quits today, he's gonna be all right. Yeah, I think he did pretty good on his salaries. Yeah. So he said, uh, 
What a, what an arrogant look. So the guy oh, tells him he's poor since he's about to become a free agent, and he comes by and says, I'm we see that rich. I'm trying to see any of it that we now, couldn't understand. Now, was the kid asking – at the end, I heard Cam say something about the dad, but was that kid asking where Cam's dad was? Was no. he referring to all the, the mess that was? Well, maybe, but what, what or started – There's Cam asking where his dad is. I couldn't yes. tell. At the end, he was, but it's that the voice that was saying it, and one sounded like the kid. Well, I think what happened was maybe we missed a part of it, and that's the kid responding to him asking, where's oh, your dad? Okay, maybe. And then he's going back to him, where's your dad? I got you. you. know, I okay. think because I he, thought it was the throwback on your dad because, selling you. Because Cam said instead of speaking or going back and forth with a child, I wanted to have a man-to-man conversation with his father. Gotcha. Cam Newton said, the truth is this, I impact kids' lives in a positive way. Make no mistake about that. Oh, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't blame the way this kid acted on Cam Newton. I, no. I'd, I'd blame it on the state of our society when it comes to young men that apparently don't seem to have either any – Male authority in their life, um, or they don't. They've got one that's not very good. Yeah. Uh, because can you imagine our dads if we had gone to oh, a football camp right. and trash talked the person running it? Good <sighs> gracious! Mm. Does that make you scared to even think yeah, about it? Yeah, it, right. it just sent a cold chill up my spine. Ooh, um, again, I don't know why it's such a big cut down to scream you're a free agent like that. You got the plague or something. Well, I guess he's saying you're. You know, nobody wants you now. Uh, you're not the player you once were, and now now your career is, is going downhill. Um, yeah, how about this? Like it really doesn't matter. It doesn't like, really matter. The kid yeah. shouldn't be saying stuff yeah, like he, that. He, he shouldn't. Yeah, whether I, he's correct or not. What yeah. I'm saying is I, I think probably uh, Cam may not get the deal he wanted, but I think he could sign with anybody and get off the free agent list if he wanted to, if he wanted to take a backup role somewhere. Yeah, so well, just the fact the kid would say something. And he will, know, he will be made – well, he did last year. He made less than he normally makes, but he still made a lot of money. Sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 No doubt. But what a punk. Mm-hmm. I mean, here he is taking little. time to work with those kids, and this is – but I, look, guys, I've yeah, seen – Yeah, I mean, Cam really, if you look at it, should be out trying to get that next gig. Let me tell you uh, yeah. As opposed to doing a camp and, and for these kids. I, the last time I coached, and you know, we'll see what the Lord has in store, May have been the last time that I ever coach. I don't know. You don't know what the future holds. But I couldn't believe the level of disrespect of these teenage uh, boys because they didn't act like men. Boys. And they have no fear of authority. Uh-huh. I, I, I've had them say things to me, and I just looked at them and said, you realize I'm a grown man. I, I, I said, you, you, you're, you don't speak to a grown man like that. If I didn't think I would go to jail right now, I would whip you right here. Because when we were coming up, you would have, you would have never. Oh, Greg, I remember that if you did, the man would beat you up. Yes, mm-hmm. and and everybody would praise him for it. I've seen coaches uh, have enough of somebody and actually go after him physically, and never got in trouble for it. That's right. Do you remember? I mean, I saw that a couple times. <laughs> we were terrified uh, in the, in a good way. I don't mean in a yeah. negative way, in a good way. So, but you, well, you don't see that much anymore. Uh, I've had little little punks talk to me. I can't believe what they're saying. I'm like, <laughs> I'm a grown man, you little dweeb. Uh, 16 minutes past the hour. probably made more at Auburn than that kid will ever make. <laughs> That's a good point. That is good. Well, thank I'm joking. You. I couldn't have. That was too easy. Your phone calls are next. We'll go phone trolling right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The people we go, 866, we be big is the number. 
30 seconds a pop, largest number of people, shortest amount of time. At the end of 30 seconds, you hear the buzzer. Your time on the program comes to a close. Then we move to the next caller, thus allowing more people to come on in a shorter amount of time. We'll start with Heath out of the great state of Alabama. Heath, welcome to Rick and Bubba. 30 seconds, buddy. Go ahead. Hey, Rick. Yep. Great weekend. Thank you, buddy. But I've got a lot of I've got a lot of text this morning, so I, I guess I'll clear this up. Um, the breakfast was on me. What What happened is we were originally going to get breakfast for everybody, but that's when we had Ferrar coming, right? And we were going to have an earlier start time, right? So after after we first got there, and I told you we were, going, I was the one that told you we were going to have breakfast down that hallway to the left, and then. Chuck come to me and said, hey, we're going to have a start a, late, a later start time. And we said, hey, we just won't do breakfast. It's a big handle anyway. I just forgot to tell you. And kind of over the weekend, we got done with everything. I kind of thought about, man, kind of forgot to tell Rick that. Okay. Okay. Well, I like the other story better. You're, you're <laughs> falling. You're falling on the sword before the staff meeting today, right? <laughs> That's what it sounds like. Yeah, I'm trying to uh, clear it up. I've got a lot of text this morning, and people were like, "Man, you put Chuck in a bind and all this stuff." And I'm like, oh, wow. "Man, Rick got on the radio and told the whole country, and now I need to clear it up." So, <laughs> well, um, it's funny uh, that the story we were putting it on Rick. Yeah, right? yeah, it was all on Rick and our the way we looked at it. Yeah, the story was that Rick is a doofus and announces things that weren't going to happen. It wasn't an indictment on anybody else. Because he uh, doesn't listen good. Yeah, because I don't <laughs> listen good. Because the guy, the, the executive pastor was like, yeah, I, 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 somebody did tell me over here is where we'll do breakfast, but they probably were just telling me this is where the church normally has breakfast, not we're going to have it for the conference. The so. only worst mistake, Heath, would be giving Rick a, a handful of papers and telling him to keep it all with you. <laughs> <laughs> look, look, it's on me. It's on me, I'm, but I'm thankful that we got breakfast. Well, I told Paige, I said, hey, you know what? There may be a bigger miracle than we know that speaking of the multitude may happen in Dothan, Alabama again. Well, let me tell you something. If this one bothers you, Heath, wait till I tell the story in a minute about Doug Travis. <laughs> oh, man, that's going to be great. Or, I can't wait to hear about Rich blowing you up in that elevator. Yeah, well, we'll yeah, it's, it, it, we got all that still to come. <laughs> but, hey, let me tell you something. Thanks to you, uh, thanks to a News Talk 103.9 for all they did and you know, uh, Laura Suki, who does such a good job there on the ground to get it promoted, and you and all the work you and your wife do. And, of course, Ridgecrest could not have been better host. And uh, I'm getting a lot of e- emails today and a lot of talk on social media over the weekend of how smooth it all ran and really what a good room that was and, yeah. uh, and, and what a good job everybody did. So it was, a, it was an honor to be there. It's a funny story on the show that I announced a breakfast that we didn't have, but also it shows that men's ministry can think – I mean, we can think on our feet and we can get things done, and all I can think about is when it was said and done, and I don't want anybody to you know, pat me on the back, Bubba, but when it was all said and done, men had breakfast, and, and, and the overflow was actually given to a, a homeless shelter there that also fed people who weren't going to get breakfast that morning. Now, I'm not trying to say that's what we should have done all along, but it worked out. It worked out. Yeah, huh? It worked out. So thank you, yeah. Heath. Thanks, thanks for trusting us well, with it. Well, thank you guys, and we look forward to having y'all get next year. Y'all have a good day. You too, buddy. See you, buddy. See you, buddy. There's Heath trying to fall on the sword. I know. <laughs> He's trying to take the Heath. I like him. men that take responsibility oh, yeah. like that sure. and, and yeah. willing to do it. Right. Openly. Rick, y'all were hardy pioneers. <laughs> you know what? When I, look, when I looked up and he didn't have any color in his face, he said, you just told everybody we're having breakfast. Hey, he, he didn't look near as confident then. But right now, you know what? He got his feet But it up. was late, too. That's it what was. kept me. That's what caught me off guard. It was nearing 10 p.m. when you made the announcement. Don't miss that. 
Uh, let's go to uh, Adam in Montgomery, I-92, WLWI. Adam, go ahead. Hey, you talk about when to panic and not to panic. I was in Panama City a few years ago, about waist deep in water, and these four young girls, probably about 18 years old, walked up to me and said, hey, we see a we saw a shark in the water. And I thought to myself, if they're not panicking, there ain't nothing to worry about. So I turned around. About the time I turned around, I saw a bull shark right next to me. And I thought, well, I'm going to get out of the water now. Yeah, well, mm. you know, people who are down there maybe spring breaking, their panic or not panic should not be an indicator. Yeah, if, I, if, I wouldn't go to them. Yeah. yeah. If a lifeguard sure, or, or somebody driving a four-wheeler up and down the beach checking yeah. things, if that person panics, now that's what you need to be looking for. Because <laughs> a lot of times spring breakers think they can pet a bull shark. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they, they get panicked when they don't that. have enough locks on their last post. <laughs> you know? Jody and Meridian listening to the buzz. Jody, Enjoy 30 it. seconds, go. Hey, good morning, Rick and Bubba. Hey, hey. buddy. Hey, Hey, um, I'm a 30-year retired naval aviator, uh, flew, flew F-14s, which had two engines, okay? And they right. were pretty far apart, so I think these guys did a great job with the uh, airline. But I, I'm going to give you all a little straight and then a little funny. Heavy was their call sign. An airliner, is uh, their call sign is United, whatever his flight number was, Heavy. And he's just identifying himself as a heavy aircraft. But I would say that probably... Oh. Uh, thank you. Let's go to Glenn oh, in Alabama. Glenn, go ahead. Welcome to Ricky Bubba. I'd like to hear more about hey, this. How are you hey, buddy. Hey, I was uh, calling. I saw something earlier in the article that Bubba would seem to like. Um, apparently, in the United States, which I figured to be something in an Asian country going on, they get 10 foot boa constrictors to do massage therapy. Oh my God. let them slither yeah, all I over this you, constrict around your arms yeah. and legs uh-uh. just for massage. Uh-uh. What if it decides it wants more than massage therapy? It's no. a big squeeze on you. No. Uh-uh. Look, let me tell you, that that is a sure-fired way to help clean up the gene pool. Yeah, that's right. <clears throat> yeah, because how do you talk to it? Now, look, don't squeeze them too hard. Francis I mean, in Alabama. Francis, go ahead, 30 seconds. I just showed tremendous growth. I just want to say that that's if funny. that announcement has been made at a women's conference, that we're having breakfast in the morning, the response would have been very different. We would have called all the women. The women would have been up all night making casseroles, cutting up fruit, making biscuits, and cutting flowers, and uh, making decorations for the tables. Yeah. We would have pulled it off. Now, you're right. Yeah. W- w- the women's yes, ability right. to network versus men's inability to do it is really masterful. <laughs> Our first thought was quick, call a fast food place, see how many biscuits they make. <laughs> how many biscuits can y'all cook? <laughs> how many can y'all get through? Well, it's about solving problems. It, now, we are problem solvers. Now, we may solve it in a way that's a little little different than how the women would get it done. Well, it, it, it was all right, wasn't it? Yeah, everybody had you talking about mission. yellow boxes full of biscuits and no flowers. Yeah, mission accomplished. How about how about anybody who wanted to not eat at the hotel or anyone to eat there? They got a biscuit, and then people who normally don't know where their next next biscuits coming from, they got the leftovers. <laughs> they did, uh, guys. Where's everybody not talking about a win here? That is. I mean, was it a win, win. was it a forced situation? And now somewhere in the church budget, there's a an expense of four hundred biscuits <laughs> that they didn't have before. Yeah, it's there. But, I mean, that, that's all right. I even offered, said, hey, do you need us to help with that? And they were like, look, don't worry about it. Just We'll hold it over your head for the rest of your life. Yeah. And, uh, you know, men would rather have that than even pay back. Yeah. Bottom of the hour, 866-WE-BE-BIG is the number. More of the Rick and Bubba Show coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. Rick and Bubba. 
pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I can't 35 minutes past the hour Bubba, of the Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba show. 866 We Be Big's our number. Charity charge today again. Driving Hope Ministries will benefit. Uh, if you are able to get out and enjoy delicious food from Buffalo Wild Wings uh, there in the Birmingham metro area and all participating locations, do that and uh, you'll help a great cause at the same time as the Rick and Bubba Buffalo Wild Wings charity charge promotion continues. And we're so thankful to all of you uh, that, uh, that participate. You make a difference. And thanks to uh, Buffalo Wild Wings for doing that. Uh, all right, so Greg, uh, you, you, tell me, because I know Helix uh, Sleep has, has now teamed up with the Rick and Bubba Show, and I know that you got yourself a Helix mattress. Yes, I did. How, how is that going? It's excellent. I, mean, I love it when it shows up and you open that box up, and there it is, and it's really good. It's awesome. Man, you're talking about some good rest? Yes. And I, and I was way overdue. Yep. So, it's, I mean, I'm like floating on a cloud. So you, you and also the, the tie into Helix, uh, I, I didn't know this was a tie until we started, you know, talking about teaming up with them. You remember that I talked about the terrific, affordable American-made furniture that we that you yes. get from All Form, and I've got that, you know, some down at the farm and oh, all yeah, that. I slept in it. Well, th- this is their sister company. I didn't know that, oh. and so so it's all American-made. Uh, I want you to know about these great mattresses called Helix Sleep, uh, and uh, you 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 can get. Uh, you know, everyone you get is unique because here's how they do it. It's not one of these one size fits all mattress. And they did this with you and Lisa. You you had a little questionnaire. You have a questionnaire. You say how you like to sleep. You like soft mattress or what side you sleep on, stomach. Yeah. And then they made it fit what you do. Did Still you know around. that they've already been named the number one best overall mattress by GQ and Wired Magazine? So it, t- it takes about two minutes to do the little online quiz to match your body type and sleep preferences, like Greg just talked about, to the perfect mattress just for you. And when you visit, Helix, that's H-E-L-I-X, helixsleep.com. Put that all together, slash Bubba. You'll save $200, and you'll also get a 10-year warranty and a 100-day free trial. Uh, so your new Helix will ship right to the door, and you'll be saving $200 if you go to helixsleep.com slash Bubba. Uh, we also have that link at rickandbubba.com under the Sponsors button. All right, so uh, also from the weekend, you know, I guess I, I, I continue to f- tell these. Because anytime you do something and we go on the road, there's always something funny that happens to us. We can't help it. You can't take us anywhere. And it was a great conference. We had a great time. So saw two things happen. Now, you, Bubba, you, y'all have been following this on-again, off-again thing with Steve Farrar, the dean of men's ministry, him being there. Right. You know, he was coming. Heard then, a little bit about it. Then we got shut down, and we Weather. got we got put in a in a different situation. Um, not as many seats. So then he wasn't coming because we we didn't we didn't have the what we needed to to make it worth his while to come all the way from Texas. Couldn't pay the, the you know what we needed to for his travel and his plane and all that. So then then somebody said, well, I'll tell you what, I'll donate the money to uh, you know the uh, to Heath and the gang there, That's pretty awesome. uh, and so he can he can be there. So then he was coming again. Well, then the ice storm hits in Texas, and now he's not coming again. Okay, so it, it, it just – and finally, he said, hey, Rick, hey, look, guy. Hey, God's sovereign, he don't want me to be there. Undoubtedly, <laughs> undoubtedly you guys need to do this without me. Uh, I'm going to quit fighting this uphill climb of getting to, to Dothan for this. Well, you know, there there's a lot of people, including myself and, and others, that we, we're big fans of yep. the teaching of Steve Farrar. Now, he would not want us to be big fans of him. He'd want us to be big fans of what he's teaching us about who we should be, right. who we right. should worship. Uh, and But, the, you know, you have teachers that you like and you prefer their style and yeah. you like this. So I had two friends of mine that said, hey, we're coming to Dothan, okay? And uh, and, and that was uh, that was Benny and, and Doug. 
And Bubba knows Doug. I don't know. I think you may have met Benny before, but you definitely know Doug Travis. So there's Doug some, used to go by the Jets. <laughs> but you know that uh, that that Doug and does his he does landscaping, you know, architectural landscape. Yeah, Doug. Uh, landscape, Doug, archi- if there is a famous yeah. landscaper. Yes. Or landscape architect. I want to get the terminology yeah, right. Landscape is that, ar- is that, architect. Would that be correct? Yeah, yeah. Who is a king maker in the dirt world? It is Doug Travis. Yes, that's right. Whatever he touches, it just turns into beauty. And uh, and and so he, I know people with really big places that brag about having Doug come oh, yeah. to do their yard. Put it this way: if your favorite coach just got a new deal, he's calling Doug to do his new house. <laughs> There's a lot of truth to that, by the way. So anyway, <laughs> it's a lot of truth. Yeah. So anyway, um, uh, he really, really the enjoy- king of dirt. He really enjoys Steve Ferrar's teaching. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So oh boy. You're gonna love this, and it's, and it's, it's this. This is one of these that delivers a twofer. Yeah, you love a twofer, okay? <laughs> so I have some stuff going on at the farm that that Doug is gonna help me with, and I said, you know what? He said I need to know exactly where we're talking about some of the stuff. I need I need to get a copy of the new survey, and I said I tell you what, do y'all want to have lunch before on, as y'all go to Dothan, you and Benny? He said, yeah, yeah, let's have lunch and talk about it. I might even go by there on my way to Dothan. Okay. All right. Let's 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 sit down. Let's talk about it. Rick, you're not having Doug Travis put up gates, are you? That's a little below him. No, it, 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 he needs to do more than that. There's, <laughs> there's more going on. But but anyway, so so he, um, I'm sitting there, and and I assume that Benny, who who invited Doug to go, has told Doug that Steve Ferrar's not coming. Mm. Okay. So we're having. Oh, Rick. So we're having this lunch, okay? And I'm like, yeah. And I said, I just I just hate Ferrar. Is not going to be able to do it, and all of a sudden Doug looks up from what he's eating. He says, "What?" And I and look, Benny starts going. He starts shuffling oh, wow. like that, and I said, "Benny, did you not tell Doug that Steve's not coming?" He goes, "I was afraid he wouldn't go. I was going to wait till we got about oh. <laughs> And I said, "Benny, good move. Have you have you kidnapped Doug <laughs> under false pre- kind of pretense?" And and Doug's like, "What? What do you mean, Steve?" I said, "No, Doug. Steve can't. He's not coming." And he just looks at Benny for a moment. I'm like, "Should I even be at this lunch?" And 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 so I realized pretty quick that Benny wasn't going to tell Doug until they got already oh on the way. Wow. I guess if you know how you want somebody to run with you, yeah, you oh yeah, go, we yeah. need a wingman. You got your running yeah. bubble, you got your hotel room yeah. set up, and all that. So so I go through that discomfort and and finally get you know convinced Doug that he he still would benefit, and I still think it's worth the trip. And and uh, and so anyway, so they go. So, do you even know about this? Yeah, one? I do know this one. Yeah, I didn't know the first one. I do know this one. <laughs> so, so I, I see Benny and Doug come in and they sit down. Saw them Friday Benny night. And Doug. Saw them light up like a light when I announced Benny and hey, Doug. when I announced breakfast the next morning. They lit up like a <laughs> oh, light. Oh, they couldn't believe. It. Yeah, they're big eaters. It's so. Uh, so anyway, we get to Saturday. Now we're winding down. I mean, this is it. This is the last session. Okay, and we're all just we're so. And this is I hate to bring up Heath again, who just called. It was it was Heath again. You know. Yeah. When you're the guy that everybody everybody's gonna come to, so I'm not exaggerating this. I am literally down front with men at the altar, and we're talking to them. There's people crying. We're we're praying. We're walking through, you know, what these men are dealing yeah. with and what, what decision they they're making and and all this. And so I'm wrapping that up, and I'm kind of easing back over. I'm about to get up for the big. Hey, thank y'all. It's been a great weekend. And Heath grabs me. He pulls me over. He goes, Hey, man. Your boy Doug, I said. My boy Doug, yeah. Your boy Doug over, there. and I said. Yeah, he goes. Somebody stole his jacket. 
And I, for a minute, I, for, for a minute, I thought I thought it was Deion Sanders. Yeah, yeah I started yeah, saying, please, please, please listen to what Rick just said. There's music playing. <laughs> There's people praying, crying, men scattered across well, that's the. That's a good altar. time to grab a jacket if you want to, because nobody. When Rick is getting this info, yeah. by the way, I think you're trying to find an information card at that point too. Yes, I was. I was literally taking a guy's information down, and uh, hey, hey like, I'll you, get to the jacket. And I, and I looked at Heath. We're whispering now. You want me to announce a stolen jacket after all we've talked about up here? You mean there's somebody who stole someone else's jacket at a men's conference? We know that person's bound for hell. And and I look over and I see Doug getting up and he's shuffling, moving around. He's got his arms up like this, and I'm like, how do you end the? We're going to end the whole conference on Doug Travis and somebody stole his jacket. And, and so, and of course, all he can think about is I thought Farrar was coming. And so, uh, and, 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 and then if you're Benny, you didn't you, you kept that from him. Now somebody stole his jacket. So now mm. now you know he's going to be bad at bad, yeah, mad I wouldn't at lost my jacket. If, if I had just stayed at home, I wouldn't lost it. So I get up there, and and it was too late. Unfortunately, I get up there and I said, "Hey guys, how about how about a round of applause for everybody? I, I thank everybody. Hey, before we go." Uh, undoubtedly, somebody has not listened to the messages this weekend because we got reported that somebody's jacket's been stolen. Yeah, uh, that they had in the chair in front of them. Maybe she so, just said it's I, been and I said, so misplaced. Maybe, so somebody that, accidentally. I did. I did. I said maybe that's not true. Maybe I'd like to think that's not true. Check your jacket to see if you have things in the, the pocket that, that aren't that aren't. And all of a sudden, I, out of the corner of my eye, I see Benny and Doug waving me off like, "Hey, we're good. They found it. Yes. <laughs> hey, hey, we're good. You know where it was." In their vehicle. Doug never brought it in. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Doug wait never minute. brought it so in. So my first thing is somebody stole it. Yeah, so, so, <laughs> Greg, so, so that's ben, where I went. No, Benny. Benny convinced <laughs> Doug. And this is how we're all getting older. Benny says, somebody stole your jacket. And then, and then Doug looks down and sees that it's not there. But what he didn't realize, he never put it there. Right. And then they There's went out. a lot of things he, in play. They went, here, here's another question. When did they get it? Uh, they went and got they they found it. In no, the t- I mean, when did they think somebody stole it? They thought somebody. I hate to say this, Bubba. I, I wish I was not saying it this way. That when everybody's heads were bowed. And, well, that's would, time to you get would still you would still probably hear somebody <laughs> shuffling around well, or something. You know, right? I, I, yeah, I, I don't know where Benny came up with this outlandish. Somebody stole your jacket at the men's conference. But but so he convinced him that somebody stole his jacket, or he oh, wouldn't even oh, miss. Doug gets. I thought when Doug got up, I thought, man, he's really unconvicted. Rick, but so I that's, didn't, that's I, two I, announcements <laughs> you made that were wrong. Yeah, I, all I did was do wrong announcements all weekend. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I mean, hey, your boy Doug, somebody stole his jacket. I'm like, what do you mean, my boy Doug? Somebody stole his jacket right during the time of the season. Who would want his jacket? Think, huh? You know what I'm saying? Who yeah. would really want your jacket? Right, and it. Uh, so anyway, but with them, it, then that was another thing. They tried to wave me off, and it's too late. <laughs> but, but it got a good laugh. And then I said, so nobody stole your jacket, though. He said he's holding it up. I said, all right, we're good. All right, guys, <laughs> y'all have a great weekend. Yeah. Sorry, I accused y'all of having a thief in the house. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I mean, just nobody's taking care of you, Rick. I know it. I'm, I'm, I mean, there's people. People don't know we got two vans. I got all kinds of problems. I'm going to tighten up. I'm going to <laughs> 15 minutes to the top of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Nine minutes to the top of the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. 866-WE-BE-BIG is the number. All right, as we make our way back, we do have a COVID update here today. The pandemic rages on. 
The pandemic rages on. Uh, are we seeing light at the end of the tunnel? If you listen to Rick and Bubba University, the podcast this weekend, some people are saying uh, maybe. Uh, here's some information. A study uh, that um, that has just come out uh, studying on whether the gatherings, even though they were limited, uh, the NFL and some stadiums didn't have anybody there, but they did have some people in the college football they also limited their crowds, but they did have crowds, uh, and they are saying that uh, there is a recent a recent study published by MedRxIV, whatever that is, uh, MedRxIV, found that having fans in the stands for the NFL and college football games uh, did not increase the spread of COVID-19. Uh, they say that um, uh, people were concerned about this, and uh, they have some of the uh, some of the snippets here in the article. Uh, that kind of show us uh, that uh, it didn't seem to have any impact at all. It said uh, that the time series and cross-sectional matching study with a difference in differences design, whatever that means, did not find an increase in COVID-19 cases per 100,000 residents in the counties where NFL and NCAA games were held with in-person attendance. So they didn't even include the ones that had no one there. Our study suggests that the NFL and the NCAA football games hosted with limited in-person attendance, did not cause any significant increase in local COVID-19 cases. So there. There, there you go. So That's a good thing. Yeah, that, that is a good thing. So and with the cases falling and all that, I mean, really, I think a realistic goal is for us to be able to have football stadiums full in the fall. I think that's a, a fair and realistic goal to work forward to. Well, here, here I go Without again. Setback, if there's no setback, I say. Yeah. Not sure. a scientist, not a doctor, even though I have no problem uh, playing the both of these sure. on the radio. Bubba <laughs> can play that better than I can. No. We have a little degree of a little more. But, but I will say this, just the common sense, though, and I've heard doctors agree, I really think being outside has a huge advantage on the spread of it. Because it is so small, and it is so. When you're outside, uh, it, it it's not like being trapped in a tight space with someone who's spewing it out, right? Uh, and I, I think that probably plays a role. Just like the beaches, the beaches never really um, didn't seem to have any real problem at all. We saw some pictures of people on yeah. beaches that were, I mean, they were in a mob. Kind of well, find out, most of them were when they were sharing funnels. That's correct. Uh, let let no, me ask different. you this: Have we seen a spike in Tuscaloosa? From the big mob we saw on the strip after the national championship game, it's had time now to its run point. its course and spike. I have not seen one story on it. Have no, y'all? Yeah. Nope. Uh, um, which is once again good news. Yeah. Uh, well, and it's I, okay to have good news. I rode rode, right. I rode past a park, an outdoor park, and it felt good to see it because the weather was so good on Saturday. So when we got back from the conference, Sherry and I w- went out and we were running some errands and. And had to go pick up some stuff, and and um, I was spending a little time with her, and we drove past this park that is near our house, and in the park, it's a gigantic open field. Right, was a live concert. There was a stage set up, and I mean, a pretty good crowd uh, out there watching it. I mean, and I and I said, I said they must really start. They, they feel pretty good about these outside things, you know. Yeah. Because the, I mean, it was it was. A, say more of that. I'm not saying the entire open. Uh, grass part was full, but a lot of it, it was it was a big, it was a pretty decent crowd. I, w- I would say like a few thousand people. Yeah, and um, and they were standing, you know, I see not right. right on top of each other, but also not that far apart. And um, I said there must be some confidence in the outside gatherings. There's been some outdoor like shows that are that happen, you know, like every, annually every year that I've seen are starting to open up and go. And they're in the spring, you know, 
and further by, but they're 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 planning on having. Now yep. whether you know unless something changes, they're plan- a lot of these big concerts are planning on coming back. Uh, also, we have Congress taking up the COVID nineteen relief bill this week, but it does face some hurdles, and one of them is this minimum wage thing that they're trying to tie to it. It's making some, meeting some. Opposition. Well, I think one of the things uh, you know that that I don't care for is when they tie all these extra yeah, things right. to it. We don't need that. If we're going to help relief for COVID nineteen, let's do that. That's it. I'm not worried about money for the arts. I'm not worried about all this other shenanigan stuff that's in there. Look, we can debate money for the arts on its own day, but that's kind of how the game is played. They try to tie it to something that you dare not vote against. So they can get something they want. I think it's a, a system that's uh, needs to be corrected in Washington. But uh, you know, so I say. Uh, but uh, th- it's just it's just ridiculous. But they're going to debate and they'll be working on it. And of course, some people think it's still way too much, considering what we've already done and what may still need to be done uh, in the months to come. It, it is uh, so. The Democrats are proposing a tax credit, a, a credit up to three thousand six hundred. Per child, they're trying to throw that in there in the COVID-19 relief plan. And you remember, we, we saw that when it came out. Uh, and uh, then you see, like you said, how much is the check actually going to be? Uh, there's discussions on that. And then there also this uh, minimum wage thing is attempted to be tied to it. So I remember, you remember when you were a little kid and you heard people talking about, I do, when you're talking about politics, you hear them talk about pork. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I didn't, and I was I like, never what, understood. I was that. like, what are they talking about? <laughs> but that's what, that's what they're talking about. When you take things that don't have anything to do with the bill and you try to add it to it on the way through. Yeah. You remember that? <laughs> hey, hey, this thing's full of pork. <laughs> but, but I'm, Bubba, I, uh, I don't know why what you just said is, is complicated. Well, if, if we uh, want to get together and decide if we want to help people for fill in the blank or do it, then every, that's all it should be about. Well, that was that was part of the gripe on some of the relief packages. Even when Trump was in, he's saying, send me a clean bill. Take all this pork out. Of course, if you have pet projects you're wanting to get funded that you know nobody's going to fund any other way, that's how you try to stick them in there. It's part of the game. Well, here's what it looks like right now. $1,400 uh, for Americans earning 75000 or less. 2800 for couples earning 150000 or less. A plus fourteen hundred per dependent, a renewal of the Paycheck Protection Program for small business loans, enhanced food aid benefits for family, funding for schools to reopen, restaurant relief, funding for transit and airports, an extension of four hundred dollars a week boost to federal unemployment benefits through the end of August. I told you about the thirty six hundred uh, tax credit for children. Uh, expansion of the income uh, earned income tax credit, funding for the vaccine distribution, expansion uh, of the Affordable Care Act for health insurance, uh, and then something else for those that are having to do COBRA, and then uh, here's the federal minimum wage raise to fifteen dollars an hour by twenty twenty five. So all that's in. That's why we send people to DC to argue about it. Yep. So there you go. So that's. Uh, that's what's bogging it down a little bit. So if you leave us, uh, have a great day. Thanks for being with us, uh, and hopefully we got your your week kicked off. If you have more Rick and Bubba, a top-of-the-hour break, and then, Lord willing, we'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. 
proving daily that common sense is a superpower. American heroes, Rick and Bubba. Six minutes past the hour, the Rick and Bubba show, 866-WE-BE-BIG is the number. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess and Helmsy, along with our own very Eddie Van Adler. Look at Adler. He's got it like he likes it. As we start a brand new hour, we thank you for being with us. Charity Charge happening today at participating Buffalo Wild Wings locations, a benefiting driving home ministries. So go out to all the participating locations and uh, enjoy delicious food. 10% uh, goes to Driving Hope Ministries in this charity charge, thanks to Buffalo Wild Wings and all of you that participate every month. Welcome back for a brand new hour. There's Bill Bubba Bus. Rick, glad to be here. Thank of all of you for being part of the big party we call Rick and Bubba. Uh, so we now have a Columbia University professor, uh, admitted heroin user, and he says the legalization of of all drugs is a fundamental right. These are the days of America walking together through the promised I don't know if you've seen this cat. Uh, this, uh, this, uh, now, as Greg was saying in the break, now, I, if I'm not mistaken, <laughs> I know that we can have the Mary Jane conversations, and of course, you know, some of those things have kind of gone back where we're kind of figuring out something that Bubba and I, I think have been saying uh, for as long as we've been on the air. Uh, if breathing smoke into your lungs is bad, it's, prob- smoke, it's probably bad no matter what you're smoking, yeah. and that's becoming mm-hmm. more and more clear. Uh, but I think didn't we all kind of agree heroin yeah. is unhealthy? <laughs> I mean, th- didn't we all? I mean, yeah, we're the success stories. It, right, on a, my life really made the turn when I got on heroin. Yeah, it, right. it goes Turned it around. It goes back. I'm extremely successful. <laughs> yeah, it goes back to the life comment. I know that we used to debate and. I thought the debate really was kind of a first trimester debate on where life begins. And before you knew it, we, we were, were now saying, well, even if, even if, the, if the baby is born, uh, we're not sure what to do. And I'm like, well, I thought we all agreed that after birth, that's where life begins. So, so this is kind of the way I felt about heroin. Um, I thought heroin – I didn't know – Heroin bad, Rick. I thought, bad. I thought heroin had a real public relations problem. <laughs> I, I, didn't, I didn't think anybody was pro-heroin. Uh, yeah, you you know you think that there's some things that are just absolutes, and then here comes somebody, yeah, trying to convince you so, otherwise, and he'll get traction on this. I guarantee yeah, he's you. a proud user. Now right? here's what you'll love: he's a psychology professor at New York City's Columbia University. Oh yeah, very liberal place. Yeah, and uh, he he says that everybody should be allowed. It, he said it's the original American promise, the Declaration of Independence assertion that we hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal and that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. You know, I really... Now, where is I'm he really, heroin in there? I'm really curious to know what his opinion is on lockdowns, wearing a mask, and taxes. Boy, that's a good one. <laughs> right. I, I bet it's not going to be consistent <laughs> with this. <laughs> Not even close. He said, uh, and he wrote this in a book, <laughs> that his heroin use is as recreational as his alcohol use, like a vacation and mm. other things, and the arts. Heroin is one of the tools that I use to maintain my work-life balance. Heroin is just another heroin? opioid 
And we know how popular the opiate. We had no addiction problems with those. <laughs> no, 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 no. You mean the things we're trying to stomp out? Yeah, right now? no more or less scary than any other drugs. Hello, hey, genius. Uh, opioids are scary. <laughs> yeah. we, we, we have people's lives that are being ruined by the opioids and the pain management. Probably more than anything. More than mm-hmm. anything. What are you talking about? We, we got a major problem with this. Mm-hmm. So he just says that he's guaranteed in the Declaration of Independence that this is his pursuit of happiness and this is part of uh, some rights that God gave him that nobody should be able to take away. Rick, he even goes as far as to compare it to automobiles. Oh, my gosh. He says 40,000 Americans lose their life on the highway every year because of cars. And he says nobody's saying, aren't you concerned that we have these cars available? No, what we do is try to enhance the safety of the activity. You know what? I'm gonna call stretch on you. Uh, yeah, I see what stretch. I see what you're trying to do, but I'm gonna have to call stretch here. Well, he goes back to this, and, and plus, if you keep doing it, we're not gonna have to worry about having the discussion. You won't be around long. It will clean the gene pool out. I guarantee you. There you go. He said legalized drugs would be safer uh, than alcohol. Uh, well, for- they they act like Rick that if it's legalized, somehow addicts will know when to stop. I know. Mm-hmm. Well, do, but, do you really think yeah, that? That's the point. Well, I would say this. Or will it be easier for more people to become addicts and then have no control? Right. Well, I understand what he's saying. We have alcoholics, but we still let people have alcohol, and, right. and people do become addicted to alcohol. I understand that point. Yep. Yeah, I get but, it. But I think, I think heroin's way more addictive well, than Well, that's alcohol. what I was about to say. I think, so. I, I think we've seen people be able to handle recreational alcohol better than we've – where I haven't seen – the success stories with heroin. Yeah, I take heroin. It really has had no impact on my life. I mean, it helps me relax a little bit, you know. And I have a social. Uh, we, I, wa- I watch the ball game, you know, shoot up some heroin, watch the ball game. Yeah. I, I didn't I, – I don't know that – The world. I don't – I've never seen it sold at ball games. Mm. <laughs> heroin right here. Right here. <laughs> you the heroin. Heroin right here. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you just don't – you don't see that. Yeah. I, I've heard cold beer at a ball game, but I've never heard – We'll call him beer man. Hey, you seen a beer man? You seen a heroin man? Beer man? Hey, where's yeah. the heroin guy? And, and Got you, heroin right here. I take two, two down here, two heroin's coming at you. And honestly, the the beer the beer to games has caused a lot of us who are not drinking beer enough trouble as it is. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Well, they did good when they limited what inning you had to stop selling it. Remember that? Heroin got your heroin right here. Seventh inning, last call. Can't. What line? What line? Get it right here. Last call for heroin. God. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. <laughs> I like your heroin voice. Yeah, I'm selling it. I think I'm being perfect, pretty good with it too. You really are. I bet you can move it, especially since it addic- addicts you uh, like one off, off one use. Remember all the things people said about it's heroin, awful, man. Yeah, that's a rough one. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Uh, this guy was actually yeah. sitting on stage, like talking, like, "Yeah, this is what this is what I'm gonna do." Mm-hmm. Hey, 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 guys, hey guys, uh, my, hey guys, hey, hey, I'm Sandy. I'll be taking care of y'all. Anything I can get y'all started with? Uh, y'all would y'all to have some nachos, some heroin? <laughs> Golly, uh, I tell you what, let me have nachos, and uh, you want heroin? Heroin here, and I'll take Ooh. heroin. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I'll have <laughs> three heroines, one Mary Jane to go. <laughs> Golly, just to take the edge off. <laughs> Can I get y'all anything from the bar? Beer, heroin, <laughs> cigar. <laughs> what was that second one? You said? Uh, cocaine. Yeah. No, Guys. you couldn't get a cigarette now. No. no. Oh now. my goodness. And don't, <laughs> hey, and don't get caught dipping. And then, and then of course, you know these people take this approach to their children. I mean, look, you might as well do it in front of them. You know, they, oh, they're gonna yeah. do it. They're gonna oh, do it anyway. Boy. Those people. I, I do heroin. They're gonna do heroin. I mean, you know, they need to learn how to do it in front of me. I'd rather them do heroin in front of me. <laughs> 
hey, so-and-so's mom's cool. You know, we go over there. She lets us do heroin. Mm. <laughs> that yeah, professor said it was okay. <laughs> Our parents don't like it, but, I mean, you go over so-and-so. His mom will let everybody do heroin. That's why we have parties over there. He's, you know, his his cool. mom's cool. He likes she's cool. Says, I was waiting for that. Not the cool parent. Yeah. Oh, cool. I know cool parents are good one, isn't it? Hey. Yeah, if the kids start going to one house too much, you better look into yeah. it. <laughs> Get your hair one right here! <laughs> Would it be ice cold? <laughs> right. I don't know. I don't know enough about it. I don't know. The temperature you keep hair one, I don't know. It's bad, y'all. But this, hey, Columbia professor, he's teaching psychology at Columbia, by the way. Imagine if he was your... So he, said he, he, does, he does just does heroin like people take that in there, have a, have a cocktail after work, and he just does heroin. Yeah. It helps him balance his life. Right? It helps him balance his life. It's natural. Uh, we'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Twenty minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show, we're back. Eight six six, we be big. We'll hit more stories uh, coming up uh, as we work through the the remainder of today's live show. We'll get to your phone calls coming at the bottom of the hour. But we, we've been looking back over the weekend, and we, you've heard us talk a lot. Actually, had him on Rick and Bubba University, the podcast, uh, a couple of weeks ago. Rich Wingo, Rich Wingo, who played uh, at the University of Alabama. Uh, he also played with the Green Bay Packers. Um, and uh, and as a as a friend of the show, we've known Rich for a, a number of years. So we've done hunting together, and we got introduced to Rich, a Rich uh, from uh, Tommy. And remember, Tommy, hey, we're going to go down to Rich's Rich, uh, and that's Tommy Wilcox, everyone's favorite Cajun. And um, you know, and and so we got to know Rich, and uh, and but he, you know, even like people will talk about, he can be somewhat of an intimidating figure. Uh, because he's even though he's a very godly man, uh, but he's he's um, I mean he he he's played in the NFL before all the rule changes yeah. and you know we we heard him talking about you know tackling Walter Payton and taking on John Hanna and it's not like he's you know hasn't seen some things and Eric Dickerson and and all that and and he he also like I'm talking about see because I know the only rich I know is post Jesus rich so. You know, I, I didn't know yeah. er, I didn't know early days of Jesus Rich or any. You know, I just I've only known Rich as a a guy that's you know he's in his fifties and sixties. I've never known Rich prior to that. But I'll say things like people who played at Alabama when Rich was the strength and conditioning coach, and like I'll say something, their face will get horrified. Like I'll say, yeah, you know, Rich Wingo. And they say, what'd you say? And I'll say, Rich Wingo. You know, Rich Wingo. Yeah. And they'll look at me and like with terror, and like, oh man, he's 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 mean. And I'm like, well, and I've, I mean, I've seen a side of Rich that can be aggressive. You know, a lot of people who, in, in his serving as in our state in the in the House of Representatives and all that, have seen that Rich can. He's very passionate about he is. about he is. what he yeah, believes. Sure. And he, you know, if you looked at the twelve disciples, he's probably more Peter like. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Than, than, great than the other. Uh, you know. The he's other, bigger than Peter was. Right. And <laughs> yeah. And so, but but he's the kind of guy. You know, everybody, in my opinion, every man needs a rich Wingo in their life. Yeah. Uh, and uh, but you said you saw Helms because you, you saw got, a couple of things this weekend that yeah that I will alarming maybe a mm-hmm. big word he, he can um, be aggressive certainly an honor to spend so much time with you and him this weekend but I did witness some things that that I think 
deserve some concern. First of all, I think you two are rough with too rough with each other. Right. And on the way down there, I saw now Rich is just coming off surgery. Yeah. So like he's his foot still right. looks the size of a softball. It does. It's amazing that the man is walking. Yeah. <laughs> and he he went after you on the way down there, and I thought he right did. when we got in, now define what you mean after went after. It was aggressive, like sizing him up and pushing him around, and yeah. and 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 I'll give Rick credit. Rick, I showed restraint. He showed a lot of restraint, and yeah. and then there was this scene in the elevator that none of us were ready for, mm-hmm. where I thought this is when I knew that they were taking it too far. But I was pinned up against the numbers on the wall of the elevator and could not move. I walked in the elevator and Rich jacked me. I mean, he kind of he kind of hit me from the side and uh, hey, he, hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He kind of and I think he was fired up about the conference. He was. He yeah, was. And uh, and I. But I mean, you know, he's older than me, so I want to treat him with utmost respect. And he's got injuries, so I don't want to. I know. Brand I new ankle. I don't, right? I don't know. He does. I, you know, because yeah. I'm thinking. Well, I plus, I did. I, if he's if he's starting it. I know, but I mean, do I want to get in that though? You, I mean, I, I will give you credit, Rick. You showed so much restraint. Like I was caught off guard with that as much as I was how rough he was being with you. Right, I yeah. really was. Yeah. Um, now I saw him do something else mm-hmm. over the weekend, and you missed this. You know, he is he. You you just mentioned it. He is a passionate guy when yeah. it comes to Jesus. Oh yes. And he loves this book, The Calvary Road. Oh, and boy, it's a very that's... small, it's don't, a very small book. It's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a wonder, it's yep. a, it's a, it's a wonderful read, and it's yep. a short read. It's a very right. small book. It's compact. It's not as big as the. I mean, you know, as the size of it. And I, Rick, I saw him do this. Somebody had just bought like a stack of books in our resources, and and one of the resources is this book. Yeah, we yeah, we we do. So this gentleman's got a couple copies of it, and and Rich sees it, and he's so fired up about it. He says, "Give me that book." Mm-mm. And he starts telling the guy mm-hmm. about the book, okay? Right. And I mean, just passion. But while he's holding the book and talking to the man, he's squeezing the book like <laughs> oh, this. Oh, no. I mean, he is, hey, just like this. He's, yeah, he's you're damaging my new and, book. And so all of a sudden, all I can think about is he's mm. done this to this man's book he just purchased. I know. Wadded up <laughs> in so I mean, he's, hey, his hands are just great. He's telling him how much this book has meant to him. Right. And all I can think about is... That book is destroyed. I know. Like I know. this is it what just, he tried to do with Rick in the elevator. He's just he's just he's just very strong sixty yeah. something year old man. Mm-hmm. And 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 it's like he plays too rough. Yeah. And, he does. And especially if he gets fired up. So did you see the thing is, happen? Is he kind of Beaumont like? <laughs> well, I can see what you mean. Yeah. I don't think he knows how rough he's being. Like the minute <laughs> when he pats you on the back. Yeah. He's Greg, you remember Bubba. Dad? You remember how Dad <laughs> oh, used to bruise. Rick, yeah. <laughs> dad shake, he would shake your hand and then grab you by the back of your neck. And he does <laughs> this thing. You've ever noticed it? if he'll walk up to you and he'll take his hand oh, and he'll put it right in that little tin. Spot like that, and, you're doing that. Hey, and he kind of hey, walks you where he wants you. No, to and I've noticed something like with that, that too. If he feels like you're not giving him enough, the intent, the tent, the tension gets even more. Yeah. Like he starts pushing. Yeah, like hey, you better so, listen. To so, 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 and if he does one of these, so, 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 if he does that, Uh-oh. if he gives you three rapid fire so's, he's about to say something to you that you that you need to hear and it's going to hurt. So, 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 you're telling me, you know what I mean? He yeah. builds up with three so so's. So I watched. There was a young man there that was that was helping us get around, and he has just become a follower of Jesus, praise the Lord. Uh, he's doing the curriculum that we offer, and he's talking about how this is really growing him, and he was just really excited to meet the team and everything. So we go for a lunch after we finish before we get on the plane to go home. And uh, and the guy, the and he's a really young man. He yeah. used to work in NASCAR, by the way. Greg used you to love the conversations with him, Greg Burgess. He used mm-hmm. to be on a crew, by the way. He raced at one point. Yeah, 
And so he's sitting there. Well, he positions himself at lunch right across from Rich. No oh boy. And and I look down there, and he decides I'm on. I want to engage Mr. Wingo after hearing his message. And I thought, you know, I'm kind of like, <laughs> God love him. God love him. I know you were in NASCAR, but you better buckle up. <laughs> How about this? There's no restrictor place, my friend. <laughs> and so, so all of a sudden, he says, do you pray every day with your wife? And uh, the guy says, no, sir. He said, let, let me have your phone. Like that. And I, the guy, I said, just you, go ahead and give it to him. <laughs> I mean, it's like you would say, like, you know, when a dog gets a hold, just, just let him go. You right. know what I mean? And he goes, Okay. He goes, let me see your phone. Is, is your wife's number in here? And he says, yes, sir. He says, okay, well, send me your wife's number because I'm going to call her and ask her if you're praying with her. Like that. And he goes, sir? And he goes, no, I won't, I won't, I won't, give, me, give me the number, and I'm going to call your wife in a few days, and I'm going to ask her if you've been praying with her. The, the two of you are praying together. And he looks at me, and I said, just give it to him. <laughs> yes. and, and, he, and he walks out there, and he keeps kind of stunned. He goes, he does. you think he'll call and ask my I said, he will 100% call yeah. and ask your mm-hmm. wife if you're doing that. Yeah. And he said, I'm telling you, it'll, it'll, it'll radically change your marriage if you pray yeah. with your wife every day. Yeah. And he says, you're not doing that yet? And he goes, no, sir, I, I hadn't really done that yet. I, but I, Then he tried to tell him like how he was doing. And I said, you know, Rich, he's really – he's." he goes, no, I understand this, but, I mean, now I'm telling you that. So now you know. So are you going to do it? Yes, sir. He said, I mean, you're, you're looking me in the eye right now, and you're telling me you're going to start praying with your wife every day. He said, yes, sir. He said, well, I'm going to call and ask her. <laughs> at, look, first, at, at, at first, he tried to give him his number. He yeah, goes, no, 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 no. He goes, no, I don't, I want, don't your, want your number. You know what he said? I don't want your number because you're allowed to. Oh. He, he, goes, he goes, you'll tell me what I want to hear. I'm going to call your wife, and I'm going to ask her if yeah. you pray with her. I'm just going to see if you did what you said you were going to do between me, you know, and God that's listening right now. And, and I and look at I'm just like, bless this guy's heart. <laughs> just that he was all excited. He thought, right. he, thought he was but, uh, he could have picked one yeah. seat over. And yeah. 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 And he, and I could see him almost look at me. I think for at one moment he started feeling bad for me, you know, cause he thinks, gosh, you're with this guy all the time. Yeah. And, uh, but that's the, so uh, yeah, so it was, uh, yeah. And, and, and I, and I did say to myself and I've come a long way, Bubba, you know, I looked at him, I said, when you least expect it this weekend, I'm going to blindside you. And he said, yeah. "Okay." He said, yeah. "No." I, I said, "But I never did. I just, I just can't. I don't think I. I don't think." Yeah. I Rick, do the man works out in a hoodie. Well, right. there's two things. You know what it is. First of all, I don't want him after me for the rest of my life. Right. And then if I do have a, a moment of glory, what if I'm the guy hurts Rich Wingo? Yeah. And everybody's like, "Wow, you hit a sixty-something-year-old man." Yeah. And I'm like, "But I'm fifty-six. I'm not that far off." <laughs> what is Rich? You think 64, 63? I asked him 62, 63. Somewhere in there. Looks 45. Yeah. Though, maybe. yeah. But yeah, he was really rough this week. <laughs> anyway, uh, bottom of the hour. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. All right, 35 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. We'll get to some of your phone calls coming up shortly at 866-WE-BE-BIG. Harry Murdahl is settled in and ready. Ancestry.com slash Bubba. Ancestry.com slash Bubba. Uh, you know, we were talking about, uh, Sherry and I actually were having dinner last night and saw uh, a couple sitting next to us, and they were talking about, uh, asking about last names and all that we had talked about. We'd just been to see the baby. Uh, and that his name is Pace Lawson, and we're talking about Lawson in our family. Their last name was Lawson. They didn't. They thought that might have been our last name, but we we talked about family heritage. And I said, I'll tell you, you you know, you find out a lot about your family if you go to ancestry.com/bubba. And a couple of ways they do that, either by no, you know, filling out some information about your family tree, 
They've got billions and billions of records and family trees uh, with their you know DNA test, which is uh, extremely helpful. And right now, um, you you could you change the whole way you look at your family history with some help from Ancestry.com. Why don't you go now to Ancestry.com slash Bubba and get your Ancestry DNA kit today and start a free trial to amplify your discoveries with access to those billions of records. Ancestry.com slash Bubba to get your Ancestry DNA kit and start your free trial. There's also a link at rickandbubba.com right there under the Sponsors button. Bubba, a couple things uh, involving Trump. I'm very proud of myself. You can't always get what you want. Incredible. Really amazing. Don't be stupid. But if you try some who you might find. Deal or no deal. I don't wear it too plain. It's my hair. Former President Trump, some updates uh, happening with him. Yeah, a couple of things, Rick. The Supreme Court has announced uh, this morning they rejected a last-ditch effort attempt by the former president to shield his financial records, including a briefed unsigned order requiring Mr. Trump's accountants to turn over his tax and other records to prosecutors in New York. Uh, The court order was a defeat for Trump, who had gone to great lengths to keep his tax returns and other related documents secret. Uh, The case concerned a subpoena to Mr. Trump's accountants by the office of the Manhattan District Attorney, Cyrus R. Vance, Jr., Democrat. The firm said it will uh, comply with the final ruling of the courts, meaning that the grand jury should get the information shortly. Uh, Under grand jury secrecy rules, it would be ordinarily unclear when, if ever, the public would see the information. Although the New York Times has been leaking more than two decades of tax returns of Trump's and his companies in recent uh, months. Um, and what I thought was interesting about it, Rick, it said that um, not the, and this was wrote by Chief Justice John Roberts, uh, wrote for the majority He said, no citizen, not even the president, is categorically above from the common duty to produce evidence when called upon in a criminal proceeding, Um, he wrote for the majority. Although Justices Clarence Thomas and Samuel Alito dissented from other aspects of the decision, all nine judges agreed with that uh, uh, proposition. Um, the majority gave Mr. Trump another opportunity to challenge the subpoena on narrower ground, saying the president may avail himself to the same protections available to every other citizen. Roberts wrote, these include the right to challenge subpoenas on any grounds permitted by state law, which usually includes bad faith and undue burden or breadth, whichever that, whatever that means. So what's the bottom line here? What, why, what is this court? Are we still... You know, the, the, the district attorney in New York has been after Trump for a long time. The, this goes way back. It, it, after him it, for what? It reeks of political assassination and everything. Well, they've just been after him because he's, he's got a lot of businesses going, and they say he's done this, he hadn't done that. and uh, Some of this goes back to the payments uh, to Stormy Daniels. Or the alleged payments to so Stormy so Daniels, I guess. Uh, but it, I saw another headline, and I, I, we don't have the uh, the verbiage on that yet, that said that uh, the Supreme Court actually ruled in Trump's favor on some of that. So I'm not sure what that is. We'll try to find that out. In yeah, this, uh, this USA, These are all coming down now. This USA Today article you, you're, that you're referencing, it, it calls the development a brutal defeat for the mm-hmm. former president. We're on the subpoena thing, yeah. I would think so. 
So anyway. Uh, but by the same token, they left the door open for him to challenge it further. Yeah. I mean, he was, I think in this particular case, he was saying, look, I can't be subpoenaed because I was president of the United States. And they're saying, yes, you can. And okay. they're saying you're not above the law, but you can defend yourself like any other citizen could by claiming that uh, it was done in bad faith or, you know, these other things. So we'll see. It's, you know, it's just a bunch of lawyer stuff. Now now he's been uh, also, it's been announced he's going to speak at, what's it called, CPAC? C- CPAC, yeah. 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 And, and well, that's where, what, conservatives gather? Yeah, that's, for, that's mm-hmm. a big conservative get-together. You, you saw uh, a lot of uh, video of Rush last week when he oh, spoke yeah, at absolutely. CPAC yeah. several years ago. Yeah, I heard a lot about that. Uh, but that's, you know, most of them who are, uh, becoming up-and-coming uh, power brokers in the uh, conservative movement or the Republicans. This is this is where they go to make hay and get headlines. So do you think him coming to speak there, if you're the modern-day party, what do you read into that? <laughs> yeah. I don't – probably they just wanted the biggest crowd they've ever had, if I had to guess. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, they'll say he'll focus on, on the party's future and, and what its plans are. But Pence turned it down. He was supposed to be there and speak as well. He was invited, but he turned it down. Uh, Jim Carrey is going to retire from political cartoons. He said, "Now oh, that Donald no, Trump, what are we going to do?" Is <laughs> done, have y'all ever figured out what? what I'm going to predict he's not done with him. Have y'all? I ever, don't think he can quit. Can uh, anybody? Uh, can anybody identify what the Trump burr under the Kerry saddle? Boy, I'm was? telling you, because he's <laughs> obsessed. Man. He thinks Trump's the most orange man. Orange man bad. <laughs> and he called his last cartoon "Orange Julius Caesar." <laughs> That's kind of funny. Said, said that he ruled <laughs> over a kingdom, an empire of lies. Okay. Orange, empire orange, lies. orange man, bad. Please tell me, <laughs> orange man, go away. <laughs> so uh, there it is. You mentioned Rush Limbaugh, and I know you put this out, Bubba, and uh, and, and others were sending it to me. Really good article over the weekend by, from Joel Rosenberg uh, about you know uh, uh, Rush Limbaugh's faith and uh, his life, uh, giving his life to Christ a few years ago. And I, and I really thought uh, that was a great article that you put out, and it was from uh, uh, All Israel News, uh, from a Messianic Jew who was talking about working for Rush and being on the team. It also gave you a good insight to the man he was behind the scenes. And Rosenberg openly saying, I was very concerned about his salvation uh, and knew that his brother had been working on him, David, who's a, a devout follower of Jesus, yeah. uh, but that it, um, it that he solidified his faith in Christ a few years ago and Talking about how thankful he was to to know that to be true by by being on the inside, and Rush did mention that on his show uh, about a year ago when the diagnosis first came out, uh, that many have asked him this question, and he clarified about his personal relationship with Christ. And but Ro- Rosen uh, is it Berg? How you say it? Rosenberg? Uh, he uh, he really laid out the whole process of of uh, of Rush's faith and and how he worried about some of the things he had to overcome and the thing he went through with his marriages and just the things that any wealthy person has to overcome. Mm-hmm. You know, they get to the point where they don't think they need. What, what, what can God give them? You know, that's a tough one. Jesus talked about how difficult it was for the wealthy uh, who seemed to kind of create almost a heaven on earth. But, you know, when, when, when you do things, he talked about the drug addiction to the painkillers and the loss of his hearing and this, this whole process of him walking through that. It was really, really good, especially for people who really care about that. Well, yeah, yeah and you, you look at it, and, and for all of his success, there was a price to pay, and he paid a high price in a lot of other areas, no as doubt. most people do that well, reach that level. And I think it was helpful, too, and we've said this before. I wish we would be as concerned about people before they die about where they're going 
uh, you know, to heaven or hell, as opposed to how we always immediately think about it once they've died. Mm-hmm. It'd be good to start thinking about that before they die. But uh, but a lot of times, to comfort ourselves, we'll just declare that somebody went to heaven. It was good to actually read from someone who actually watched the process right. to solidify. Yeah. I can speak to he as of two years ago. He 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 clearly was redeemed. So uh, so that and you know and, and of course some people say only two years ago. Well, I mean. Yeah, you know, just just because you say you support evangelicals and you believe in Jesus, that doesn't mean that you're redeemed, uh, or you even think that Christianity's you know true or whatever. Uh, and he and I thought Rosenberg did a good job of walking through that whole process. Yeah, it was really, it really was. Yeah, That's good. So Bubba's got it on his uh, Twitter too, and it's out there if you haven't read it. Uh, but it was really good. We'll come back. We'll take your phone calls and and wrap up this hour. Eight six six. We be big is our number. Don't forget charity charge today. In Alabaster, Birmingham, Gardendale, Tuscaloosa, Hoover, downtown Birmingham, Trustville, Pell City. Those are all participating. Buffalo Wild Wings helping Driving Hope Ministries. All 10 lines are available. Harry Murdahl's ready, and we will talk with you at 866-WE-BE-BIG when we come back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Conservative, heterosexual, gun-toting, football-loving, evangelical Christian white men. In other words, the two most dangerous men in America, Rick and Bubba. Ten minutes to the top. We're talking to you, America, at 866-WE-BE-BIG. Lines are available. Harry Murdahl is set up and ready to go. And you can talk to Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, or yours truly, Rick and Bub. Let us know what's on your mind. We'll start with Craig in Virginia. Craig, thanks for your patience, and welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. How are you, sir? Hey, fellas, I'm going to get right to it. Uh, so you were talking earlier about having the, the gall of kids you coach these days. So I coached high school ice hockey for 10 years back in Philly where I grew up, and it was an under-19 league, so I did have kids that were technically adults. I had this one goalie that just, I mean, just the worst teammate you'd ever have, and he was bad-mouthing our starter sitting on the bench in a playoff game. And I pulled him off to the side. I said, if you're going to be a bad teammate – then just go back to the locker room, and he grabbed me Uh-oh. and started Uh-oh. dropping F-bombs or whatever. So I walked off to the side with my arm around his shoulder like I was being fatherly, and I said, we're both over 18. I'm about to punch you right in the mouth and just wait for the cops to show up. <laughs> and he uh, he just walked off to the locker room, and we got rid of him after that. Yeah. that wow. was, it was tough, man. Yeah, that, These kids are – I mean, it's yeah. bad. They don't – and really, ultimately, you know, I, I don't want to get overly spiritual with it, but – the fact remains, it, there's an overall despise of authority, and ultimately that means a, a, you know, you're despising the ultimate authority because these men in your life and these people in authority in your life and mothers too, they're teaching you to respect authority ultimately so that you fear God uh, who has the ultimate authority. And we as human beings thumb our nose at him, so thumb in our nose at uh, some earthly authority really I guess is no big deal. But there was a time... When there and I've seen this not to extreme examples like that. I've seen it in the church, you know, where we're told to you know to respect the elder, to respect mm-hmm. to those with gray hair, and I don't know. There we, we've raised a, a a generation of young people that don't respect their elders. They don't respect authority, and um, I don't really have a problem trying to correct that because uh, I think some of us need to. 
866 uh, We Be Big. Let's go to James and Calera. James, go ahead. Welcome to Rick and Bubba. Bunch of grass and green acres, man. Everybody. Thank you, buddy. Hey, I'm calling today to let you know uh, Mr. Bobby Culpepper passed away last week. I don't know if you know him or not, but he's an outstanding man of God. Been all about God for as long as I have known him. Well, it sounds like it would have been a pleasure to know him, but I do not know him. Anybody else here know Bobby mm-hmm. Culpepper? But uh, sounds like he was an outstanding man. So thanks for letting us know. Uh, I guess, sadly, we, we never got the pleasure. We'll continue. Uh, Jamie in Selma. Jamie, go right ahead. Lines are available if you want to get in. 866-WE-BE-BIG. James, go ahead. Hey, good morning, guys. How y'all doing today? We're good. Great. Monkey grass. Thanks for the call, brother. Mm-hmm. What's on your mind? Uh, our mayor in Selma, with the uh, COVID shutdown stuff you were talking about earlier, I just want your opinion on this. Uh, he's saying that if he goes into any business in the, in the city of Selma, this is, and sees one person not wearing a mask, that he will shut a business down for three business days. Does that make any sense to you guys? Sounds like you got a little tyrannical, in, in my humble opinion. I, I wouldn't get carried away with uh, you know my authority as a mayor. But uh, the yes, uh, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, it, it sounds over the line. It's, Greg would say it sounds like somebody trying to be sharp. Well, sure. we, we've, we've looked at this and talked about it. Uh, the federal government does not have power in this area. But some state and local governments would. So it would be more of a debate on how far they can carry it. But uh, ultimately, the city licenses businesses, and they can deny those licenses. Sure. So there, there yeah, is true, some strong arm in that that they can get away with. But making those kind of statements, that all that's doing is going to rebel rouse. What he ought to say is, look, the businesses are doing their part. This helps them stay open for us to you know, wear the mask. Uh, it's only for... It's not going to be the rest of our lives. But when you start all this kind of Marshall Dillon kind of thing, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go around. I'm going to go around town. I'm going to pop a view. I see you wearing a mask. I'm going to shut this place down for three days. That that's somebody. I guarantee you, he started out being part of a homeowners association. <laughs> that's how he, that was the start. That was how he started. Adam in Missouri. Adam, go ahead. Hey, Bubba, since you're a big fan of Top Gun, what if they made a third one called Top Gun Three and Goose's Revenge? <laughs> Goose's revenge. What, did he come back from the dead? Is he a ghost now? I, I mean, you know, stranger okay. things have happened. No, not really. Why would Goose be coming back to revenge uh, what? I don't know. Really follow that. Uh, now, in the next one, I hear there's it's supposed to be Goose's son. I don't know if he has a bad attitude towards Maverick or not, but there's someone who is Goose's son that is a pilot in the next Well, one. if I'm Goose's son, you know, I, I could see where they could develop a storyline. You were reckless with my daddy's life. Yeah, and that may be where they're going. Yeah. That, and then, of course, be. in the end, they're all. And then, of course, other. he understands how, 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 really, how, how he's been, and he becomes a new mentor to the new son. And that's the way he says, I'm sorry, back to Goose. <laughs> it's going to be something <laughs> like that. <laughs> Uh, hey, what if they have it. one? <laughs> Just let us ride it. We yeah. got it. We won't have Goose's Revenge. <laughs> uh, let's go to Lou in Lineville. Lou, welcome. Go ahead. Hey, Rick. Uh, there was a woman called in one morning last week talking about some verses in the Bible that would stop bleeding. No, he. Could you tell me what verses she was talking about? No, it was heat, heat out of a burn. Yeah, yeah. I, first of all, I've never heard of verses. Uh, there's verses that talk a lot about heat, but it doesn't have anything to do with <laughs> talking it out of somebody's arm. Right. And there was a woman in the Bible who had been bleeding for years that 
uh, and no doctor could stop it. And then, of course, Jesus pulled the miracle of stopping it when she de- declared her faith in him. Uh, but now I think you might have misunderstood that. I, I don't know of any verses about stopping bleeding other than that story of Jesus and the woman. Mm-hmm. Well, my pastor said he had heard for years there was a verse in there about stopping the bleeding, but he didn't know where it was at. Well, that's kind of rough when the pastor doesn't know, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, so that, think that, would? that would you'd think the pastor would have that ready to go. Um, the, the second hand right now. But but again, I think their reference may be to the woman that you know encountered Jesus and hey, power just went out of me. Who touched me? Remember that story? Yeah. But we just had the lady that called yeah. last week about the heat out of the burn. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I said one and only a male you could pass it to. I can't. Remember. Yeah. Now now yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go back. Out. Even even the woman who claimed there's verses in the Bible about people being able to talk heat out of stuff. I I don't know where. You know, or, you personally, right? And I tell you, I want to ask is loose pastor. But, but, I, but, I, but, I, but I promise you, he don't want to. <laughs> He's that in. But one of her pastor is right. listening. But I'm gonna call Rick above. They may. I really right. enjoy the show. Well, well, listen, I, 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 I appreciate her giving us a shot yeah, at it. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I pastors, wish we could have helped her. I can just picture the pastor is either pastor is either listening or watching. Well, I didn't say that. Yeah, Rick, that's, that's probably not, true. I probably, just, he probably did. Greg, Greg, man, it could he could fix chainsaws on the side. He yeah, could, right. Rick. Uh, uh, Rick, right, I, right I, out of Paul Thorne's song. I, I did a quick check on eighteen different Bible verses dealing with bleeding, <laughs> and I don't see what she is referring to. Now, there's all kinds in here. Okay. Yeah, so, but but stopping bleeding. Yeah, I, I, that's what I'm saying. I don't mm-hmm. see that other mm-hmm. than how about that the, miracle. How about the heat mm-hmm. out of a burn? You see that? No, Greg, I, you know, I really don't. I, Greg, it's I, not in this Greg, one. Can I tell you why I don't think there's a, a verse about stopping bleeding? Because I think they would have quoted to Bubba and I when they shut down the restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 we got to stop the bleeding. We got to stop the bleeding. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> like it says in, in parentheses, the three fire. fire. <laughs> <laughs> You're awful. Uh, let's go to Denise and Atala. Denise, 30 seconds, go. Good morning. I just want to tell y'all, I've been off your show for a long time. I got back into it. Thank you. And I love y'all. But I just got one more recommendation. I know that we're going through a lot of sorrow and heartache, but y'all need to start talking about, like last week with with the other guys, um, uh, blood pressure issues. I had to pull over to fight for laugh with laughter, cry with laughter. <laughs> That's why we're here. That's why we're here. <laughs> <laughs> Rick and Bubba. 